Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, so and loud. welcome to the good Why? ship. Quick, <laughs> Matt's volume levels over. You were like, oh, this is my normal volume. I normally talk loud. Now suddenly you're talking extremely it's loud. It's time for the podcast. Oh. Woo! With special guests who I will oh, introduce so first. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. What Fan is here today. Hello! And oh, so, that's loud the regulars, well. oh. there's the one bitching about audio levels. That's Matt. Fuck off. And then he's wise, he's smart, and he's 18 feet tall. It's John! Hello there. Wow, I feel like none of you capitalized on my really super, like, pumped up introductions. Like, ah! And you're like, good evening. You're all too English for my good. I Greetings. I'm the good only tomorrow. non English person here. You, what? I'm not English. I'm not English. I'm not English. You're not English. You're English. I'm not English. I suppose you're from Essex, that doesn't really count. Yeah. But what's from Essex? <laughs> well. Essex is a different fucking world, mate. It's a secret. I'll fucking have you if you say that Essex is actually a part of England. Because I don't think so. Because uh, we don't actually believe in England. That's Apart the worst from Essex, yeah, accent I've I think ever heard. from football. That's not, that's I, not I, Essex. I, that's my London I think accent. if Essex could vote out of England, they probably would. Yeah, actually, Essex has already left the EU. We have actually already voted on that. And Essex is like, now nah, we're fucking off, mate. Are they like yeah. the, te are they the, well, are they the Texas of. of England. No, no, no. They're more. They're pretty much. No, I'd say they're more, like the nice warm, they're, they're more like Alabama. They're more like the Alabama, like the super south. Like they're just See, like. Bah. The thing is, though, here, right? We've got two Essex guys. We've got me from Dublin, therefore, and we have the posh twat, John. I'm from Leicester. That's, Ooh, that's not that fucking you. posh. It's not that posh. It just means successful. I come from the greatest football team in the world. Uh, uh, in, in fairness, every person I know from Leicester went to university in Leicester. <coughs> so I think that you must mean make the mighty, mighty De Montfort Hall. I went to the university. De Montfort. I didn't go to that one. I went to the other one. Ah, uh, the proper one. The real one. You know, the one with the word Leicester in it. Hmm. Presumably, yes, Leicester University, yeah, I went possibly. There for about a day. It was a good day. Had a sandwich, cheese and ham, if I remember rightly. Th then you died. Very nice. And then I died. Yes, that's how that yes. story ends. Yep. That's died. clearly bored with that. But story. you actually studied a proper thing, unlike me, where I studied classics. You studied classic. Was that like classics. Pong, Frogger, all that sort of thing? Slightly Mine... older than that. Couple of millennia. Yeah. Oh. My mum has a classics degree as well. Oh. Beautiful. We'll get her on next week. <laughs> yeah, we can have the whole thing in Latin. Oh shit, that would. Uh, oh shit. Don't talk about like Roman like political structures and. Uh. Yeah. What was? Her, do you know what her specialisation was by any chance? I'm afraid I do not. She doesn't barely remembers most of it. I keep probing her for it, and like the best I got out of her was when we read <laughs> Harry Potter. She occasionally knew what the spells would be before. We read the effects. That was as close as we <laughs> got to the That's all I know. That's what I was thinking. When, if you start talking Latin, I'll be here going, yeah, well, uh, uh, Vada Kedavra to you too. That's all I Absolutely. would know. That's all I'd be able to bring up. Yeah. Like, we managed to work out that Horcrux is a very evil, evil thing. Yep, pretty much. Good. Which was, uh, gave us loads of clues into what that was. <laughs> Super evil, magic, evil, death bit. That sounds like something in a Marvel movie nowadays. That's that's the level of like they've got their like evil murder stab machine universe destroyer times ten to the power of K.O. again. Yeah, well, I don't like Marvel movies for a while. Uh, actually, oh, film okay. critic Hulk. If you don't know who that is, it's uh. the Hulk, but he's a film critic. Did a very no, very no, good write up no, 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 on no. the. I want to establish this. It's not Hulk that he's a film critic. It's a normal film critic that just writes in capital letters. Yeah, 
But he rides like he's the Hulk. No, he doesn't, though. In his reviews, he just rides like a normal person, but in capital no, letters. He does sort of no, he refers to himself in the third person. He does refer to himself in the third person That's as it, Hulk. though. That's it, though. That's all. And the capital only... letters. Yeah, yeah and... So but he's very Hulk. eloquent in how he's... Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really weird. I wonder who... I think oh, he's so actually... Bruce Banner. I, I get the feeling he's someone who's quite deep in the film industry. Not just a critic, but actually a uh, writer and stuff. Interesting. But he did a really good write-up of... Uh, maybe uh, it's just weird. I said really good writer. Oh. <laughs> did he write anything about the new uh, X-Men movie? I don't know. He takes about six weeks to write because he has to hold down the shift key while writing it so it takes longer. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he's, he's got two big fingers. He can't press the caps. Yeah, lock. he has his like, massive keyboard. He's like, Hulk smash. <laughs> Keeps breaking uh, caps locks buttons. Yeah. There's this really, uh, really Do weird we... thing in the new X-Men movie where uh, this is, isn't a spoiler, but there are there's a, a scene which lasts Spoiler all three shit. seconds, which is just the worst CGI mixed in with really good CGI. Uh-huh. It does that a lot. Like, and you're there going, and this scene is on a dock doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You're like, you could cut that out. Why the hell is that still in your movie? Why is Sophie Did- Turner in that movie? That's the main question I have. Why are people still seeing X-Men movies? That's the question I have. They used to be good. Once upon a time, they were good, and people sometimes remember that and then forget the bad ones. Yeah, I mean, I had more fun in it than I did during the new Civil War, but that's not saying much. Yeah. I didn't really... The plot made a lot less sense. Actually, now I want to actually do a little chart of of quality of X-Man film versus proportion of X-Man film in which Hugh Jackman is on screen and see if there's any correlation there. Hugh Jackman was in this for maybe about... I don't know exactly because some of them that he's long. been like because if he's the star of them they tend to be pretty shit like everyone hated Origins and stuff I, yet he's in almost I, like, okay. he's almost in my none fa- of the yeah. newer ones my they've done fairly X-Men well film. for the most part my so is X-Men there maybe a the correlation I love the Wolverine my favourite X-Men film is the Wolverine no see I think my favourite one would be I actually really liked the uh, the not this one but the one the Days of Future Past but I did come home and rewrite the whole thing so <laughs> There was so much potential there. I was just there going, oh, if you just moved the, that speech halfway instead. And I wanted everyone to die passing the message <laughs> on to... No, because everyone in the future ends up dying anyway. But I'd have done it sort of holding out so that Professor X, when Professor X ends up talking to himself, so that, you know, the important thing they're doing is passing a message on to the someone else so you know the whole thing would be about the importance of an education which is what x-men's all about and the that's a fair point dying to teach someone that's what x-men's uh, all about would have I been a it was one like stabbing it's about a school is it it's about a school i feel you could put basic curriculum as a something interesting <laughs> in there someone in the chat but... said that x-men movies are 10 times better than the lame marvel trash movies you realize x-men is part of marvel <laughs> you, you know it's... well it's not owned by it I know it's it's still oh, but I know. Uh, believe it or not, but um, Fox, 20th Century Fox, who own X Men, have sold the um, uh, Fantastic Four rights back to Marvel. Really? Oh, that's yeah. Good. Well for, done. For about six pounds, based on the latest Fantastic <laughs> no, Four it's, film. It's almost no, it's it's literally almost like these other film companies who own these other Marvel properties are realizing. Hmm, Marvel's doing really well with their characters. No movies are doing absolutely shit. Maybe we should just license them, just sell them back, and we make more money. Yeah, well, it's actually quite interesting, mostly because it means that uh, the Marvel movies can have Galactus back. 
I don't know who actually wants the Fantastic Four, but I don't like Galactus that. and the Silver Server are included in that, yeah. which means I am... that uh, they have something to do after Thanos has gone. I'm interested, you see, because I know the X-Men movies have been getting kind of worse and worse, I think, and I, I know they're eventually going to sell them back to Marvel. But I wonder what's going to happen with Deadpool. No, because they've got the Deadpool license, and well, no, they did the a very good job of that, Deadpool, and that made them loads of money. I think that did better than a lot of the Marvel movies. I thought it was like the highest grossing one, apart from like maybe the Avengers or something. Okay, so it's only <coughs> true if you look at the American figures. I only look Once at Once you put figures. in worldwide figures, it didn't do as well. Biggest R rated because film It's definitely the biggest R rated film ever, yeah. But that's one of the reasons why it's the most rated film ever, too. There was a hell well, of a lot of marketing dollars behind that thing. I've still not seen it. I mean, that's true, but it also helped that it was pretty good. <laughs> Can I, mm. can I make a point as well? The reason we're not talking about games yet is because there's no fucking gaming news. So uh, There's some gaming news. Well, there is a not bit. Much. I mean, we're coming up to E3, so all the gaming news is like, right, well, we're done. Uh, we're all going to keep this back a few days. So they can all put it in that big blob so it all gets drowned out in noise. It's not great, really, yeah. is it? Yeah. Okay, to, to, as a final, to wrap up stupid film news, mm -hmm. uh, the wor I think we've now seen possibly the worst attempt to copy the Avengers uh, formula. Uh -huh. Hasbro is creating a cinematic universe. This sounds amazing. They want Wait, hang mask. on. Did you say Hasbro or Haribo? Hasbro. I'm less interested. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, legitimately, could you imagine just a whole movie of just like the adults in those Haribo adverts just <laughs> Oh my god, the ones with the kids' voices, they are yeah, the but worst but just a whole thing. movie of that. Oh, those are creepy. A whole movie of that. I uh, what does Hasbro even own at the moment? I'm, I'm just clicking up to check this. Transformers, I would assume. So, it, it's Transformers, but they're <coughs> not including Transformers. They're including Obviously. Micronauts, ROM, Mask. That's Mask, the old 80s TV show where they wore different oh, they're not uh, including sort of helmets that I mean, did things. Battleships are very important. Visionaries and G.I. Joe. So Surely they're including My Little movie. Pony, because that's one of the only things they've got that's actually saleable. I don't think G.I. Joe really melds very well the, with My Little Pony. So the Transformer <laughs> comics right now are wonderful. Uh, it's just a pity about their films. Yeah, but that's Michael Bay. He needs to do his Nerf, thing. Nerf films? Nerf, films? Nerf? I'm totally down for a Nerf film. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want Tom Let's get Freddie Wong on that. Fuck, I'll message Freddie Wong and ask him to make a Nerf film. Like a full feature length Nerf film. Yeah, I like how we both immediately went to YouTube. It's like, yeah, no, we'll get that. We'll get that to actually better hands than uh, Hollywood directors. <laughs> yeah, there's people there. So is that the, is that the movie news now that Hasbro are doing a thing? Reasonably. Probably. There's a Lego Batman movie. I want a Lego. We get oh, a Lego wait. cinematic universe now. That's good. When's the Lego Batman movie coming out? Sometime later this year. Not for a bit, is it? And Lego, um, uh, or it's, it's either later this year or later the uh, next one. Yeah. I can't remember now. Now, because the... it was 2017, oh, it but 2017. I would... yeah. So then the actual Lego movie is coming out 2018. Then now I want to. We've had a lot of requests on Twitter and from the chat to talk about this very important piece of news. Not called someone a cunt. Now I personally find this incredibly offensive. Uh -huh. I would who did never. He call? Not who did you find actually never. Who did you actually this? Never. Oh. I really who, who, care for not. Who was the target? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Not block. I can't check. Not block me on Twitter. I can't look at it. Yeah, not just. <laughs> Probably because you called him a c word. No, no, no. <laughs> I said Minecraft was a badly optimized piece of shit, and he blocked me for it. I remember when there was that big hoo ha about YouTubers saying, "Oh, it, there's back get some game uh, developers like actually YouTubers. YouTubers should give us ninety percent of their money because 
we there without us they'd be nothing blah 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 and notch was like yeah i totally agree i'm like dude without youtube your game would have done fuck all minecraft would have been a well-selling game but it wouldn't have been yeah. the reason you sold your company for like many many billions of dollars like that was youtube that was word of mouth and youtube like especially like the Ogscast and people like that they exploded your game and he was like well actually that's still a bad thing i'm like all right fine now yeah <laughs> I, I don't know where he said i don't um is this it I found it like someone said, and you're a dick, Notch is a dick, and they replied, and you're a cunt. Is that it? That was from two, three days ago. I assume that's it. I don't know. Or can't. I mean, the problem with, right, here's my, here's my what? issue with Notch, right? Is Notch is done. Like, Notch did his thing, and now he lives in his mansion with his wherever, and, and he's got the, like the most expensive sweets. house LA or whatever, the flamethrower or some shit. I don't give a shit. But he's done now. He's not creating anything, so I've stopped caring. I'm like, oh, Notch is yeah. a thing. What is it? Is it making game? No. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? I like, I like when people who make games make games. I, I wonder what Phil Fish is doing at the moment. Don't. <laughs> I don't Let's know. get Phil Fish on as a special guest and ask him what he's been doing to fill his days recently. <laughs> I'm just looking to, I'm Maybe I'm he not... drinks heavily. Oh, he probably just and probably cries. saunters around, doesn't he? I, okay. hope, I hope, right, for Phil Fish, I hope he's genuinely working on something and just not telling anyone about it. And then he that would be that like good. Peter Molyneux. That would be the best place for him. Okay, I will a point special out, underground yeah. facility. Last time Peter Molyneux did that, it was Goddess Wars, and it was an absolute flaming pile of shit. So, no, good point. <laughs> Maybe it's too late for Peter. Molyneux. I think Peter Molyneux is stuck in his there. ways of, be, of being Peter Molyneux at this point. Oh, they've got a shame. horrid new Goddess game out, which is just like the war bit. It's the same. Uh, Okay, yeah, I'm just reading these tweets here. Apparently, someone said that it turns out money can't buy your happiness, or it's not when you're self-pitying and oppressed as Notch. And it's 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 a picture of Notch saying, "Stop hashtag cunt fussing the issue." Hashtag cunt fussing. Are we okay? That just sounds like an auto a spelling autocorrect program has gone rogue. They were talking about mansplaining. That AI that was on Twitch, the Microsoft AI, and everybody just taught it racist words and who was right and all that sort of thing. That feels like Nazi's yeah. Twitter account is just that. He's probably sold it to Microsoft. Oh, no, it's my favorite thing. They're like, so I don't care about his tweets. They're not interesting at all. Cause who, who gives a shit? Like, why would... Who, who, he said cunt big But I love the responses like, um, you know, Notch is a dick and they called him and he called him a cunt. And then someone replied, wow, disappointed in your response, especially when no one was having a combo with you to begin with, even though he replied to someone who replied to him. Are you just trying no, to suck up to Notch right now so he stops blocking you? No, 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 no. I, <laughs> he's a dickhead. I hate him. But, I, but the, the end of this tweet is my favorite thing. No more <laughs> Minecraft okay. for my daughter. No more Minecraft for my daughter. Well, that's always been in a uh, debate is uh, whether or not uh, the things that you buy, you should care about where the money goes. That's an important debate. Oh, oh people are bothered by the word cunt because it's misogynistic, apparently. Oh, it's this again. Oh. It's, of course it is. Of course it is. Oh, Dan, but, I remember uh, this. Were you when you called someone a bitch? Oh. Yeah, but that was fucking hilarious. Oh, that was <laughs> terrible. I had to spend so much effort cleaning that. Ah, well, well, I quite like to actually. I want to get back to what's point in a second of the um, of uh, is it okay to buy things from shitty people? But um, no, I really, I really enjoyed pissing off atheists in, in Twitter <laughs> yesterday. So much fun! Like, cause Richard Dawkins in a thing of like religion should be offended at every opportunity, right? And loads of atheists like, yeah, we're going, and I was like, this will be hilarious. So I just started offending atheism, and my mentions was fucking 
bile and anger. I'm like, all right, well, look, I, uh. I bookended it with the exact same quote. So I did that Dawkins quote and then the other quote. And uh, it was fun. No, about six people got it. I do like, like that for the people who seem to think they're the smartest, atheists can be a bunch of fucking morons sometimes. Oh, God, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think atheism extremism is a big problem. Yes. Oh. I know. The amount of atheist terrorists that are there in the world. It's not necessarily the terrorists. It's Although just people who take things too far. I will, I will point out. And, can I just uh, point something out? That during this rant, I did declare that because atheism is a, a religion... That, that's the point I'm trying to make, which is their, their, that's their fucking button that I like to press. That because it's a religion, uh, no atheists pay tax. But I actually genuinely argue that no atheists pay tax. And like, no one picked up on that and just kept going. I was like, all right, okay, so this is how the internet works. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> While we're offending everyone. Yeah, carry on. According, according to Twitter, Captain America might be gay or might be a Nazi. Well, no, he if is you a Nazi, but he might be gay. That's Matt, would you like to set up a straw poll for everyone to vote on? If Captain America was either gay or a Nazi, which would you like him to be? I'd vote like now. him to be gay. Matt's going to put a straw poll into the Twitch chat have, for you. We could actually have an interesting element to his character, because at the moment he's the good guy, and that's as far as he goes. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. I did watch the... the actually, the he also have War, gay and Nazi have an option. The plot of that did seem to be... That Captain America doesn't like taking orders from people and likes to be an evil dictator. Yeah, he's a bit Hitlery in thingy, isn't it? It's like he whoa. is very Hitlery <coughs> in that film. Yeah. Okay, to the Twitch chat. Uh, yeah. Vote with exclamation mark Nazi or exclamation mark gay. Also, make exclamation word. mark gay Nazi an option. That should <laughs> oh, be an option I... too for people who wanted to be gay and Nazi. Oh, you could have just put nay, nay, poll. just shrink them both together. Oh, nay. Okay. Okay. Let me make the poll. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll make a straw poll. Yay, <laughs> straw poll, straw <laughs> poll. I like how our Twitch chat is now filled with vote Nazi. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this feels like oh. a UKIP stream right now. That's what's going on oh. here. This that's basically the only, oh, that's all I want. I just want the, the chat to be just vote Nazi and vote gay over and over. Next week's special guest, Nigel Farage. It's uh, going to be such fun. Oh, we should totally get him on. <laughs> He's too busy okay. being racist. Anyway, um, yeah, no, no he's I too see. Busy being racist. Normally, I see these things, and I'm like, oh, you just what? What is? What is your point? What are you talking about? But this, I'm like, you know, what? I really would kind of like Captain America to have like just something, just no. something, because like Marvel is currently playing it so. Oh, back on fucking film news. Marvel is just playing it so bloody safe with these characters. They have to be best friends and hugs and lovely people by the end of each film. Also, which Captain America is this? Is this the Falcon who's okay. now Captain no, 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 America okay. or okay, the no, no. original Captain okay. America? I'll, I'll explain because I read up on this bit. It's the main canon Captain America. Turns out he's been a Hydra spy all along. And uh, the confederates are actually Steve Rogers. Now, what really bothers me about this is in Worldwide Trends, the third top trending thing is say no to Hydra Cap. And yesterday, it was make give Captain America a boyfriend. And these two really bother me because it implies Captain America really matters that much. Oh, he does. He does. Yeah, absolutely. Currently one of the highest grossing films out at the moment. What? No, I know that, but Captain America's a character. Is he? He's or boring, is he isn't he? In our heart. He's got nothing. In fairness, Jesus was a pretty boring character and he's no, done rather no, well for himself as a franchise. Me, this is what's really funny to me, though, because people are so pissed off about Captain America being Hydra and annoyed that he isn't gay 
when, like, Superman, who is a literal Jesus figure, like, he's literally, like, a freedom American Jesus, has been, like, all the evil ever. Yeah, he's... I'd like to point out that Jesus had a bit of a dark side. And no, yeah, but there's been comics where Superman's you know, No, you're thinking of Tim Minchin. I can have a dark side. No, Nazi right, I like... I, I know they look similar. You know what's really annoying is that now I'm thinking about it, I think Jesus is actually characterised better than Captain America. Because Captain America is the good guy and he does the good thing and he has friendship and hugs and... Rah. But Jesus was like, oh, I'm going to hang out with these whores and flip tables over. Woo! Party Jesus! Much more this is character. true. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, no, so, so, someone, um, and at uh, least he didn't sell out like you know when they were selling action figures and stuff he, he really yeah. sort of gave him a bit of his mind yep. whereas Captain America more than happy to sell I suppose that is the American way um, <laughs> he should be called capitalism America yay <laughs> yay <laughs> I, I, like my favourite thing was um, what was it in Avengers where he, he he's about to jump out and he I can't remember what he says, but he goes, he goes, no man, there's only one guard. And he jumps up, the, jumps up the plane. He's only one guard. And I can't remember what it was. He doesn't that? look like that. Yeah. Oh, responding yeah. to Thor being a god. Yeah, that was it. And like that just, he's just, uh, he's just, and people are saying in the chat, oh, Nazi, Nazi cap would be terrible. At least to be fucking interesting. It'd be something. Give him some fucking character. Yeah, anything. I mean, it's amazing with comics that like, DC for the longest time, have the whole adage of just doing a billion different interpretations of the same character. Yeah. And it works well, because, you know, Batman, you've seen him in a billion different ways, and it's interesting, and you get people like one Batman, don't like others. And Marvel hasn't really had that. And mm. this isn't a separate universe, Captain America, but it's very easy for them to just go along and go, no, no, he was a replacement, or he was a synth, or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. like Hang on. But, like, Marvel does have... Other parallel universes, they just as much as DC does. Not as much as DC. But the characters don't. DC really has calls their universes one and two, and Marvel calls their one six one six. No, but surely Marvel... that must mean they have got at least six hundred and fifteen other universes. They, I think they've all exploded apart from six one six and Ultimates, and even them exploded into each other. Oh my god! This whole you conversation is why I hate comic books. <laughs> <laughs> I. Th this whole conversation is why I hate com uh, comic books too. Wait, stop! Overwatch is out. Has anyone played it? Oh, I no. actually have a note on my notes. I've just got the word Overwatch, and I just wanted to mention that it was there. No, right, carry on. Okay, no. <laughs> I, I, I actually did. I actually did battle, play. Anyone for Battleborn? No. The the beta. I was going to mention them because for their advertising campaign, they had giant sort of. 15 foot yeah. action figures they put around the place. I thought they were just like full size, pretty sized ones. Mm. I do no, not care about the game, but I've seen the little the little kind of animated Pixar style short films they've made, and those are so gorgeous. If they released like a full length Overwatch film into cinemas tomorrow, I'd go and watch it, especially if <laughs> it stars Winston and Tracer. Because I actually bloody, I would, I would totally go and watch a film oh, starring yeah. Winston and Tracer. I, I totally agree. I love if, Tracer and Winston. If we all hope really hard, Warcraft will be a ten minute movie. With a sort of hour and a half pre-movie for Overwatch. Chat just saying breasts and boobs and breasts. Um, <laughs> movies and breasts. Twitch chat brought to us today by HBO. Oh, can I just uh, yeah, I, well I did actually Overwatch. play Overwatch and enjoy it. Which, considering <laughs> I hate first-person shooters, mm. it is getting all the ridiculously weird. good reviews in the world. 
I mean, yeah, it's yeah, review yeah, scores are insane. So did Uncharted 4, and that can go take a short walk off a lot Okay, no, Wait, about, about Overwatch, right. Overwatch <laughs> was a game that... Because I, I get the press codes. Okay, it's literally I, been out like five minutes. It was a game. No, yeah, no. It, it, I get the press codes. And Overwatch was a game... Yeah, I, I get press codes for basically everything. And Overwatch is a game went, you know what, nah. Yeah, I wouldn't bother with it. Nah. Well, that's no it. Interest. It's, it's just, not my thing, but I, it's beautiful. The characters are beautifully designed, so and the, I actually I would love to know more about the universe, even though I never want to play the game. Same for the way I feel about Five Nights at Freddy's. I never want to play the game, but I'm kind of interested in the lore I've had of the five universe. Nights in Freddy's. Uh, all right, I c I can understand <laughs> that. that. <laughs> well, yeah, it's. I mean, I think I think what is it? Game theory does a lot of things on Five Nights at Freddy's. Just the universe of it. Mm. Um, it can be quite interesting. I suppose. But no, Overwatch, I think it bothered me as well because I know I saw a lot of press got these big metal boxes. Yeah. Big metal loot boxes. Huge beautiful. ones. Filled with shit. Like, yeah, I mean, we thought the fucking Dark Souls one was bad. But these these big... Because that sold for a shite ton of money. Yeah, these the big sculpted metal boxes and inside there's like Coke with your name on. There's like t-shirts. Fuck, drugs! They're sending drugs! They are sending drugs, yeah. Full drugs. Game-enhancing drugs. <laughs> Wow. Okay, I don't know about that. I just played the 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 the, the, the beta and thought, as far as online shooters go, it was probably one of the best I played. <laughs> but why would I I want an online shooter when there are single player games that I could be playing? Speaking like, of, if we want to segue from but it was very shooters. nice as a it's very team focused which i like there's no like sort of kill death rates being kept track of so it's trying to help support players which as a support player who can't aim for toffee i really appreciate go play rainbow six siege god yeah, use controller it helps i was so excited i do for use it, a and controller. Then it was just, yeah it was just like a multiplayer shooter and everyone was better than me and i got bored oh no 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 right i've played it a lot it wasn't a game that i was that excited for but i've played it a lot I've really gotten into it because when you're in a team with a few people and you actually have proper tactics. Oh yeah, totally. I would do that, but nobody had it when it came out. So I was like, oh well. And I forgot because, about it. Like one of my favorite things to do is they patch it a lot. Like it's the first Ubisoft game they've ever like listened to feedback. <laughs> they're still like rebalancing it and they're still fixing <laughs> little things here and there. And it's really nice. There's a lot of really cool tactics you can do. Or really good support classes or you can go in guns blazing and support them. And... I find it really enjoyable. I don't know why. Um, I don't know. It, it's just a sound. It's kind of like the, the guns are satisfying and the complexity. It's very weighty. No, shit. You know, like, fuck this. You know what game was great? Fuck Doom. Play Doom. Doom was really good. I finally got around to playing Doom. Fun. And oh my god. Finally, someone has remembered what makes fun fucking first person shooter. Have you played Shadow Warrior? The new Shadow Warrior? No. You, you should play that, because that's, that's similar. Doom is 13 it's, hours long. That is literally the next, like, six weeks of my life trying to play that. No, legitimately. Go play, the, go, go play Shadow, Shadow Warrior 2 is coming out this year, I think. But go play Shadow Warrior. It came out. It was my favorite best game of the year, like, 2014. It's beautiful. But it's like Doom, except with us. You also have a katana, and it's in Japan, and everything's really beautiful, and your guy keeps making dick jokes. Yeah, that sounds like the worst thing in the world, because it's, it's not Doom. really mm. good. I like Doom, right, literally, Doom starts, oh. five seconds later, you have a gun and you're shooting things. Yeah, but the fucking Shadow Warrior is like that as well. The thing is, these games, like Shadow Warrior, Doom, and um, Wolfenstein, these are all based on the old style of shooters, they're all these fast plays. Wolfenstein, I think, is the weakest of all of them. I think Wolfenstein is pretty good, but I think it... Well, I thought, no, I thought it was good, I just it's the weakest of all of them. 
Like I think I think Shadow Warrior and Doom were a lot better. But just if you like you like Wolfenstein and you like Doom, so fucking play Shadow Warrior. Seriously, fuck me. I have a huge fondness for the fact the second room in Doom, after you get to the gun and start shooting things in the first room, in the second room someone tries to go kind of Bioshock atlas on you and yeah. kind of be the talking voice in your ear saying hi i'm this bloke and i'd like to give you instructions and your character's like no go away and shut up yeah he just smashes the screen and then just walks off and refuses to follow orders or jim do sterling quests. did a very good jim position on this he's beautiful about how he's able to communicate so much just with his hand gestures yeah because mm. he doesn't give not saying anything i found out i've now because i'm getting further into it so i now know who the doom character is or who he's heavily hinted to be and it's literally the best backstory in the world so you should seriously read all the shit that's in Doom because oh my god, it makes so much sense. Mm. Um, but yeah, when when you um like the, when you clear out the first area, which is insane and fun and brilliant, when you yeah. clear the first area, you go to an elevator and the guy's like, "All right, uh, let's do the thing." Uh, I the guy yeah, the guy starts whittering and he's like, "Oh, smash the thing. thing!" He smashes the thing. It throws up the logo. It's like really, really great really fucking metal Doom. playing, proper metal. Yeah, Doom. And then it's like of- Doom, and then it goes back to the elevator. The elevator opens, and there's fucking Mars. Da-dum. And then the shotgun Da-dum. comes up, and he reloads it at, at the final beat of the song. And I just ejaculated everywhere, just everywhere. But it's such good design, isn't it? It's just well designed. It just, it, it just instead of going, hey, a first-person shooter should be about trying to be an action film. It's gone, hey, a first-person shooter should be about shooting monsters in the fucking face a lot. God damn, they do that so well. Well, I'm happy that this is coming out, though, because hopefully it'll make sort of a lot of these, a lot of AAA game developers realize that a lot of players, like, because there's so much faff in a lot of games. Oh, yeah. Like, unnecessary fluff and filler, and that doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm hoping this realize a lot of people just want to play the fucking game and it feel good. Yeah. So, that's all I need. Uh, Oh, hang on. Can I... See, the problem, right, the problem with me this week is that I've played three or four games I'm just not allowed to talk about. Just can't mm. talk about them. Yeah. I was trying to think, I was like, have I actually mm. done that one yet? Is that one out? I can't fucking remember. So I was about to say, I played a game that was really good feeling, but I can't fucking remember. Embargoes, yeah. I mean, you could message it to me and I'd be able to tell you <laughs> if that was embargo or not. <laughs> Talking of games that are full of faff but good anyway, Total War Warhammer was out yesterday. Nobody That's nobody actually cares. really good. Nobody cares, I've really John. struggled with the Total War series. I've, I've tried to get into them many, many times, but I just find out, anytime I play it, I just get Enemy Castle with a few as many like crappy enemies as possible and then I just storm it with lots of enemies and I laugh and then I don't play again. I, I just find a great joy in picking a, in picking apart like big castles and big fortresses, like finding the perfect area to attack and basically like, you know, winning a fight and taking out two thousand enemies without losing a single guy. Do, I just do you really remember like there was a T V show based around that? Yes, Time yes. Commanders, oh which had God, Richard Hammond. Richard Hammond. Sorry, yes. Can, can I make a side note back to Doom briefly? Someone in the chat said that um, Doom has less demons because Doom guy has canonically already killed seventy percent of Hell's population. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to read that out. Sorry, sure. Yeah. But, oh my God. We, we didn't demands. care about Richard Hammond. It was the guy who afterwards told you how it actually happened with the giant sticks that was the fun part. Yeah. My favorite one was where they had a team of vicars. They had a team of vicars <laughs> being instructed by Richard Hammond into how to take Carthage using Ro- by playing Rome Total War on a massive screen. And this was serious entertainment that was broadcast on BBC Two. Because it, it was. It was Rome Total War. It, it was, it yeah, was Rome, Rome Total, Total War, War was broadcast on BBC Two. They had like sort of like <laughs> table and shit for it. And there was like big screens. So basically they, they got people to actually act out these famous battles. And everyone was a different battle. And it taught you history through Rome Total War. And that was a BBC TV series. <laughs> 
Yep, and it needs to come the fuck back. When was that? Like, uh, oh God, it's probably a decade old now, maybe even longer. Well over a decade. Well over a decade now. It was a series or two. It was oh two series, wasn't it? Two series, and they're all on YouTube. Oh the, the entirety of it is on YouTube. Oh my God, I'm going to fucking Google this. I have rewatched <laughs> that all of it. It's still really good. Oh my God, look. Look, fuck, someone just messed me on Twitter. Uh, you know, remember Pocket Batman v Superman? Remember sort of like, you know? Oh my god, it's really loud! Sorry. <laughs> Do you remember Pocket Batman v Superman that we were discussing a few weeks back? Yes, oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah oh many yes. Batmans. Someone's many, making many... it and they've sent me a video of the demo. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I've just retweeted it. <laughs> oh, Excellent. Lovely. Get you, that's actually going to be a thing. You've actually made a game, well done. <laughs> hey, wait, shit! Right, as I said, there's a game with a really good feel, and I've actually put the video up right already. Heat Signature! Which is the next game from Tom Francis. I can fucking talk about that. Was that was didn't even have an embargo. How did yeah, you bastards I, I get hold of that? I've been trying to get hold of that for ages. I can get one for you, just ask me. Matt, Matt's got this new power where you can get... I generally, don't, I, I generally don't ask you for keys because you don't work for me and I don't pay you. John, So I don't generally consider like an email you would say, John, Hey, Matt, just John, do shit for me. It's a favour for a friend. It's fine, John. Don't worry. <laughs> yes. The, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, thing. When I said a thing and something. Heat signature, which it looks amazing. Heat signature. I've been watching the that next for game months. Tom Francis of who made uh, Gunpoint, which is the trousers of the month. Oh yes, it is one of the most fun games I've played in quite a while because it feels so good. So you play as a small ship that never gets any weapons, never gets the upgrades, and the way you basically bow anything is you dock with it, go on board, and hit everyone with baseball bats. But like, if you get uh, set an alarm off, what will happen is the the ship will panic and then head to the nearest base. So you constantly have these natural countdowns to things and these natural danger elements, as opposed to it being like, oh, you got to get out in five minutes or it'll explode. It's like, okay, you've got, uh, well, 23 seconds because that's how far that's how far the base away is and we're going at this speed. So good luck. And you've got to take control of the ship or try and get the fuck off of it in that time. And you get thrown out of airlocks a lot and you have to autopilot your ship to get to you. It's amazing. See, I, I just think you remember seeing it about maybe... Uh, I think last year at EDX Res, I think it was last year. It was at this Res too. I, I played yeah, it again at this Res. Well, on last Res, he oh, was there, and he was he was sat next to it on his laptop live coding it, and he had like maybe three hundred different builds in the week <laughs> <laughs> of just getting feedback and him instantly changing it. Yep. And I think one of the things I did is when I was playing it, I was having a chat with him, and he just gave me the cheat button, and there was just a button that spawns a ship, <laughs> just a random enemy ship near you. <laughs> I, I think when I when I played it, it was a bit different. I think there's a lot more. When I played, there was a lot more emphasis on taking over a ship and using that mm -hmm. and the weapons on that to take over other ships, mm -hmm. as opposed to just being stealthy in your own ship. No, no, and it's very much stealthy. Yeah, this new build seems to be a bit different. Although the ship, strangely, the ships seem a lot more blocky. They they had a lot. I think the ships were a lot more dangerous. Maybe they get harder as you go along. But the one I the build I played, the ships were just incredibly hard. <laughs> I, I will point out that this game is in like super ridiculously hyper oh, yeah. early alpha, nowhere near release at all, not even slightly. So, yeah, you might get to play that in two thousand and question mark question mark. <laughs> and you'll enjoy it because I really fucking love it. I think it's it's coming along really well. That's mm. a game that I've been playing a lot. I just, I, I now remember the other one that I've been playing. I can't even mention. I don't think it's been announced yet. <laughs> Here's a thing I suspect Back people want job. to talk about. Uh -huh. So, 
Oculus is kind of stuck in a bit of a war against oh, people that oh want to open up can its I, DRM. Can I please oh, yeah. tell the story? Can I please tell the story? Because I love it so very much. Go for it. Yes, so, go tell the story. So, right, the Oculus Rift games will work on a HTC Vive, but HTC Vive games will not work in Oculus Rift because of the room scale. Because Vive has the controllers and you can walk around your room, the games are only compatible one way because Oculus is more seated things for the moment. It only comes with an Xbox One controller. It's a technical limitation. It's a, it's a technical limitation. limitation. It's not going, you can't play the games on this because we're, you know, Microsoft and Sony. It's, you can't play our games on our thing because you just can't. These games won't go over. But a lot of people have been buying games through the Oculus Store to play on their Rifts. Uh, on the Rifts, on their, on their Vives. Because that's a thing that you can absolutely possibly do uh, using this little bit of software, and it's just a little, a little bit of software that says, "Hey, you can read this thing." It's not a hack. Yeah, it's revive. not breaking anything. Yep, this is revive. called Revive. It's currently on version 0.5.2 for those who want to find it. Numbers. It, yeah, and it's because so because there are Oculus exclusive, there are Oculus exclusive games. There are because they are doing exclusive because they are doing. Ex they're bought out by Facebook. They're doing exclusivity, so they're doing the bad kind of exclusivity, which is thing. the console thing of you've got this one, it won't work on this other one. In, in I mean, fact, their exclusives are pretty. Their exclusives are pretty weak. Yeah, I well, mean, they, comparatively, if you look at the ones you get with the HD Vive, that the ones you get, you get the Lab, Job yep. Simulator, Tilt Brush, yep. and uh, what else do you get? You get one other one, don't you? Audio Shield? No, no, that's not that. free. I can't remember the other one. Hover Junkers, I think. No, nope. I think you Hover Junkers. There's one, I can't remember. Either way, those three alone, right? Yeah. Best games. Easily They're pretty fucking great games. And Oculus doesn't and, really have great Yeah, games. Oculus is like, ooh, Lucky's Tale. Ooh, what is it? It's a third-person platformer. Yeah. Oh. But, it's, right, it's, so, it, so, let me finish the story off because it's important. So, Oculus updated this, their store to say that you can't play these games unless it, you have an Oculus uh, Rift actually plugged into your computer. They put DRM onto their uh, onto their store onto their software so they basically added drm to try and stop people who were legally and absolutely finally buying these games and playing them on the vibe they want people to stop that because they want people to buy the hardware not uh, the software for some reason that's you know that's kind of that was the kind happened. of the dick move. but but as oh, of the most recent revive they've got around it for now Yes. They are now stuck in a war but, against the revived people. Here's the thing that went wrong. The way they revived broke the DRM is that it also, it broke the DRM so... <laughs> Sorry, can I just, the audio, like, cut out for a good, like, ten seconds there, and Dan was just going, yip, yip, yip. <laughs> Good. Really? Good. <laughs> well, on the VOD, <laughs> none of that will matter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, God. Well done, Matt. It's really weird. Well done. How's your new super fast internet? That's not the internet's fault. That was that was my Mac's. That was my. Oh, it was Mac's, Mac's fault. Well, that oh, was a Mac. That's I haven't got the audio set up quite right, so we're still having a bit of trouble. Easy target to blame there. Wait, what oh, the fuck was I saying? Going. You interrupted my awesome story because there's the best. Oh yeah, the Oculus. best bit. So the best bit is now that the uh, the revive has changed you to more of a hack to try and get round uh, this Oculus DRM they forced. You can actually use it to pirate games. Before you had to buy the games legitimately, but now Revive is more of a hack. So you can actually use it to pirate the... You can play pirated Oculus games with it. So before, people with Vives could actually pay for Oculus games and make it work. And now they can actually just pirate them. So Oculus in going, actually, we don't want the DRM. They, we want to add DRM so people with Vives can't play it. Have actually just lost sales and increased piracy on their thing. For people that oh, weren't going to buy yeah. it because nobody's going to buy two of these fucking headsets. That's pretty much like the, the story from history, though. Like, the harder a company tries to enforce 
aggressive DRM yeah. that's not consumer friendly, the more piracy happens to get well, around no, it. Yeah. I was say, I was saying this before on Twitter about how Oculus have responded to sort of the vibe because Oculus when they came out they weren't expecting competition and then the vibe just turned up and blew it out the fucking water and they panicked mm-hmm. and. Obviously, it wasn't designed for touch controls. It wasn't designed for room scale. They're rushing touch controls to fucking compete. Yep. But as opposed to uh, relying on the strength of In fairness, because the Vive is based on Steam software, isn't it? Yeah. And Steam pretty much invited the Oculus guys around and said, hey, have a look at all of our tech. Take anything that you want. Yes. And then they didn't, and someone else did. You can yeah. actually. Isn't in, that roughly what happened? In the lab, you can actually visit the room where they initially tested the dev kit. How? Ah, do you not know the secrets? No, I do not know the secrets. You know the postcards? You plug. There's oh, postcards yeah. on the one. You plug the little thingy in to change which oh, one yeah. you're going to. Is the one around the back? No, on the left hand side, there's a valve. If you plug yeah. it into the valve, you get to go to a secret valve level, which oh. is the room where they originally testing out. Ooh, it's like got loads of QR codes on the walls There's... and silly stuff. But also, I want to point out, in that room, there is uh, their original prototype headset on the floor, and you can put it on, and it will take you somewhere else. What the f- <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to do that after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, right, no, I, I remember I was, I, I was, I think I was loading up the lab once, and I got really freaked out, because you know the um, Valve intro, the classic, yeah. you know, the, the, that always freaked me out. That's always freaked me out. Which one? Um, Hang on, the Valve intro with just the bloke? Just the... Yeah. I, but bloke. What freaked me out was when they fucking updated it and he turned around. I shat my shit oh, the yeah, first time that, that happened. Sh- but, no, wait, it never happened to the Vive, and then one of the times I loaded the Labo, uh-huh. it has a, va- a VR version of that. Yeah, I love that so much. And it's got valves you can turn, and it freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> I just thought I was going to fucking... I was going to fucking turn around in my VR and shit myself. Anyway, no, right. I like okay. that. It's, no, seriously, that is, that's, that's great, because Rebecca always takes the, the Vive off when that bit loads up as well, because she can't deal with it. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's literally their company logo, and it's too terrifying for people. It's, that's it's not the even terrifying, of VR. it's just... It's this. It's 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 this. Um, it's quite a little crap room filled terror. with yeah, like filled with really like these huge foul things. Like it's the kind of horror I like, as opposed because I don't like jump scares, but I like the feeling of uneasiness. I love it. I want to live in that room. Oh, you weirdo. <laughs> no, but um, all oh, right. So so Oculus came out, and they weren't expecting the competition of Vive came out, and it, rather than deal with their strengths that the Oculus has, and the Oculus is very good for entertainment. They have a very good entertainment backend. They have a lot of good communications with the Gear VR. You know, they've had got this good entertainment mm-hmm. system. And they've got a lot of developers on board, and you know they could have made some good content for it, made focused on the console, focused on the sort of more casual aspect of City Dallas. But but instead of doing that, instead of focusing on their strengths and to sell it based on their strengths, they've went no 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 no. Okay, we have to get out before the Vive. Or can we get out before the Vive? Yep. No, we can't. Okay, let's sell them anyway. Um, yep. So we looks like we're out before the Vive, um, even if we can't fulfill the pre-orders. Okay, right. Uh, let's do touch controllers. Well, it was never designed for touch controllers. Let's do them anyway. Let's make them like not okay, right? Sure. Ooh, ooh, people are playing our games in the Vive. No, no, we can't have that. No, no, we want to play in the more system. Like, yeah, it's, it's and they... Facebook have taken it over. Facebook are just running the show. They've gone. No, I was going to say, business, like, business, 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 business. No, no. Like, okay. yeah, I mean, as I mean, I backed the original dev kit when it was on Kickstarter, so I've watched a lot of. Uh, Palmer prattling on about VR <laughs> and I think he'd be more than happy to be doing Vive type stuff like he has 
in the history attached himself to electrode so he can play with his inner ear to give more realistic falling feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, so he's a person who's pretty happy to do it. I'm fairly confident <gasps> this is all Facebook. That no, is how right. the synth program started right there. <laughs> legitimately right. That is the first synth. No, legitimately, a lot of people have said Facebook, but as far as I know, and as far as a lot of people know, Facebook, when they acquire like a big a company like this, they're very hands-off, apparently, Yeah. usually. So I think it's more just whoever they've got on their marketing, like whoever's controlling their marketing, whoever's on their board or whatever. Like, there is someone, I don't think it's Facebook, but I just think, because even though there's, you know, there's a couple of really creative guys in there, that doesn't mean the rest of the company have that outlook and well, that it's, it's a of... weird thing because yeah. the, because Oculus, the actual Rift itself, has a better screen, less of a screen door effect. A lot of people say it's a lot better looking than the Vive. Yeah, but it's got the same resolution, but it, it, it's yeah, got... Yeah, they've got a nicer yeah. sort of the way they do it is, is better nicer. Field but anybody who's got both, all the reviews and stuff, will sit with the Vive and play with the Vive because the Vive yeah. is the more gamey, is that movement adds so much to it. And it's one of the first times ever where graphics and like quality isn't actually selling this thing. It is the ability, it's that walk around ability, it's the actual gameplay. It's the actual to way me, of doing is, things. Honestly, to me, even even not walking around, but just being able to, to interact directly with the controllers, yeah. the controllers to me. Like... I mean, because I've now played proper games, I've played Project Cars and stuff, and I've played like other uh, like proper games in VR, and they're good fun. And it feels fantastic, and it's a great way of playing games. But a room scale game is just something completely and absolutely different. And John. It's, it's so ridiculously intense. John. It's wonderful. Yes. There's a heat signature key. <clears throat> oh, oh, look at him. Look at this. Oh. The back end of it. We want a video. I don't want to be mentioned in it by name. <laughs> I'll, buy, I'll buy you two desserts next apparently, time we have dinner, Matt. Apparently, apparently Tom's never seen someone take a live guard back to the station. <laughs> That was amazing, yeah, a guard got trapped on my ship with me, so I took it back to the station. I had to hunt him down on this friendly space station. He didn't know it was possible. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I liked, I liked that game a lot. In Oh, oh by the way, by, we've had it's enough time by now. We've had enough time by that. now. Matt, could you tell us the answer? Captain America, gay, Nazi, <laughs> or gay, Nazi? Gay, Nazi is one with 44% of the Gay Nazi one with 44%. I'd watch that film. I'd watch that film. Hashtag Steve Rogers Gay Nazi. Hey, John. Yes. Have you played Homefront the Revolution yet? No, I haven't because it's got all... Oh, okay, for multiple reasons. One, it's got really, really terrible reviews even from outlets that just give out high review scores yes, like it does. Candy. Yes, it does. Um, two, I did request review code and they didn't bother getting back to me, mm. so whatever. Mm. Mm. And three, I'm not, well, I, I, I couldn't find out immediately how far into the game the Time Splitters 2 levels are, because if they're too far in the game, I'm not sure I can be asked. And at this point, given how bad Homefront 2 is, it kind of feels like that game is holding Time Splitters 2 hostage. Oh, yeah. Sorry, can I just check? Is this the one which is about North Korea being a superpower? Yes. Yes, it was supposed to be China, but they cowered out at the last minute and didn't want to say that, so it became oh, North Korea. Same as the remake of say, um, it, Red Dawn. It feels silly because I just have no belief of North Korea being able to do it. At least if it was China, I could... Uh... Yeah, China when it was the original Homefront, I actually yeah. looked up the numbers for this, and I compared... Um, there are actually... There are not. There are less people in the whole of North Korea, even including, like, infants and elderly infirm, than there yeah. are households in the US that have more than one gun. Hmm. 
<laughs> so I find it very hard to believe North Korea will be able to successfully occupy and hold the US. Oh, they couldn't. Basis. Oh, they couldn't. Do but because they had, they because according to the game, they've got a magic EMP satellite. But even excluding the EMP satellite, guns still work, <laughs> and America's still got a lot of them. Yeah, it's true. But down. What was also, the apparently, but where did they get their wonderful technology that they sold to the America? <laughs> they like, sold. Um, they stole it from Japan, which they invaded. That is the, that's the law reason that North Korea invaded Japan, got all the technology, and used that to take Japan, over America. With their good, with their very strong technological and military background, was defeated mm -hmm. by North Korea with a couple of like fucking broken guns. Damn! What was your fucking bot? Uh, now nobody cares because we just want to know how good the Time Splitters version is. <laughs> I have seen footage of it and it looks super smooth and crystal really smooth does, and lovely. So I'm hoping because that is Time Splitters on PC. For the first time ever. So I am genuinely going to play a bit of Homefront Revolution just so I can find and play Time Splitters on the PC. I will I will too when I get to get around to it. But you know, the, the hardest so, thing about um, Homefront Revolution is when you finish the game, I've, I've seen the screen cap of this, this is definitely true. It has an apology. Um, when you finish the game, there is a message from the developers apologising for what a shit job they did during the development. Yeah. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing slightly, but it's a polite way. That basically, it's a polite note saying that. <laughs> it's more also, kind of a note about how there's been a troubled development. Yeah. But basically, it's them in, apologizing in the same way that for North what Korea is currently job. a troubled country. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. I have a side note here, because, John, you mentioned that they didn't uh, fulfill your key request. Mm hmm. Now, as I mentioned before, I Do you just have keys for every game in the world just sitting there next to you? I don't have. He's a the key master. I am the key master. I. You know what? I'd be perfectly fine with being. Oh god, I forgot his fucking name. James. <laughs> fucking spaceballs and Ghostbusters and fucking Honey, I Shook the Kids. Um, Steve Irwin. No, not Steve. Bill Murray. <laughs> Ruby Wax. Oh. No. No lemons. Rick Melissa, Moranis. what's her face? Mick, I'd, I'd be fine Vanessa with Rick Moranis. Oh. I hate you. Did we already say Noel Edmonds? We already said Noel yes. Edmonds. Yeah. Okay, no, well, okay. Uh. So, okay, I've never, not once, when doing this job, ever had a key request denied for NerdQ, uh -huh. right? Because it's a big channel and it's... it's yeah, pretty, darling! You know, yeah. So, but I got... I got I, I'm not going to say what game it is, but I got... I got I'll say what game denied. it is! <laughs> oh, uh, will you? I don't know. Is that a thing we can okay. say? Okay. Well, if you, if there's no harm in it, I don't think, but they're not going to give us one anyway. But they've, I asked for a key request, and they responded with <clears throat> the best denial. I've never got a denial, but this was the <laughs> of the one I have had. This was the best. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, this is the worst. I mean, God, dear Matt, thanks for the offer, but we do not need your services at the moment. <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Do you want to say who it is, Dan? I will not say that it is Eric FS2. I'm not going to say that. I didn't say that. I mean, seriously, yeah. I've given them 2.2 fucking million views on no, their game. I know. It's like this one of my it. most popular videos ever because it's one where I suck a load of air in and nearly die. And I was like, oh, right, That's right, why it's cool. so surprising because it's not even I, like I'm just a random game. I'm guessing they just don't game. do cues. They're, they're, very, oh. they're like a tiny little Swiss company that makes it, don't they? They are. Related note, on the same day I also I, I got a kill a kill? <laughs> a key request fulfilled for a flight simulator made by the train simulator people. Uh -huh. Apparently it's just it's just Microsoft Flight Simulator, but huh. I don't know. Either way. Oh, it. was that the one that was at um Rest recently? The one that's what Dove Dovetail or something? Yeah, Dovetail. 
Oh, that that looked more than a little bit ropey at EGX oh, Red. The frame rate, even on the little show machine terrible. they brought, was shit. It was tanking like oh, crazy. Not wait. as bad as Subnautica on Xbox One, which remains possibly the worst frame rate tank I've ever seen. Uh, but... Someone currently <laughs> playing through Sonic 06. You can all go fuck yourselves. <laughs> okay, fine. Second worst. But seriously, Subnautica on Xbox One looked horrendous I have to, bad. Uh, like handbrake every episode. I have to actually remake. Like, wow. I literally need every single second of that footage is so out of sync with itself like because i need a constant frame rate and consoles tend to have a constant frame rate so that's nice but me pro can read it but these don't so every hour of footage has had to go through handbrake which takes forever to try uh, and make it i particularly work. like the bit where you take damage and the character goes completely invisible yeah because it, it is right it's a 1080p <laughs> 60 fps game uh, that's when you're standing still and nominally the floor. but if anything else is happening it tanks like there are literally there are moments in the final thing and i've worked out because it smooths between frames so it just looks like it's going in like really slow motion, so it's not stuttery. It does like a nice, really smooth motion to try and keep it at 60 FPS. Don't call it nice. It's not nice. It's <laughs> horrific. But I worked out that it's actually only working about four or five frames per second. <laughs> <laughs> if there's more than like six enemies on the screen at once. Is this on PC, by the way? PS3 version I'm playing. This is the PS3 version I'd like to point out, okay. I'm done with it now. I recorded from episode 21 to 35 all yesterday. Eight hours of... Uh, footage there in one go I spoiler warning commit suicide near the end so don't quite see the ending but it's it's fine <laughs> it, it, it's a I, I don't really want to talk about that game because I have to my therapist said I really shouldn't but it is <laughs> remarkably awful I think it's the nicest Dang. thing I've really? ever said about that game it's it's spec I have literally no idea why it was released ever like it like that is just clearly suicide it's got a good soundtrack. Really? No, it doesn't. It has a song. I'm trying to listen to it over my fucking That is I Am The Doctor by... That's Matt Smith's I Am The Doctor. No, it's the Sonic 06 thing which I Am The Doctor clearly stole. Clearly stole from Sonic. It's literally the same one. That's Stephen Moffat, the Sonic thief. Someone's commented on the fact there's another 19 episodes. There's what? Yeah, there's another 19 episodes of this piece of shit that you have to deal with. I don't know with. if I feel more I bad for you or the people I did in a day. You can all go suck a fat whatever. I want to also what? point out something that I just want to talk about in this podcast because I just need to go on the record again. Play Magazine mm -hmm. gave this game an 85 out of 100. What? Wow. It says in, this is on Metacritic. It says in brackets, score revised in January issue due to long load times. <laughs> yes, that's the I problem. I that was the only problem I, they had. I, in my, my video, I had many takes at doing this joke because the videos are edited, even though you don't realise it. Uh, one of the one of the ways I said that 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 was the equivalent of complaining about the food in a Japanese in, a, in an internment camp in a in the war. I, it's it's not it's not something you do. It's it's Game Informer gave it sixty eight. Yeah, yeah. This is not even that's sort of. 67 too many points. Games Master UK mm. gave it a 76. To some publications, though, about 50% is the lowest feasible mark they will ever give out. Hence why Homefront 2 has got 5 at IGN. Yeah, it's literally the lowest they do. It's literally and only yeah. one place gave it a 0 out of 10, and that is the only score that I consider valuable. Viable. Gaming age. Gaming age, where the fuck they are, because they are just the only ones who got it. They, I, I clicked the link to the review and the, the page doesn't exist. Yeah, mm -hmm. they probably were <laughs> killed by Sega. 
But yeah, that was seriously. How could you play that and give it an eighty-five? Because it's literally, it literally, right there, right there's a fucking forced <laughs> fucking stealth section, right? You walk up to this train thing. Right? You have to go through this door, and behind the door, you can see it's not even a fucking door. It's an open sort of like archway, and there's two guards standing in front of it. You can't go past. There's a fucking in the back. There's just this fucking mirror thing, and you step on the mirror, and that takes you to the level. You have to just go there because you're literally saving the world. And they go, oh no, you can't go in here. But you're literally you're Sonic the Hedgehog who. Go like you could be a blue fucking blow. Actually, you're sorry, you're silver at this point. Who's still fucking? You actually have a move that's like faster than light teleport thing. So you could just like teleport fucking around them or some shit. But you're trying to save the world. Be like, oh well, no, that's a bad thing. I have to wait for that. So what you have to do is you have to wait for them to go on. Like they go, they like, oh, in a minute they'll go off patrol. What that involves is the entire area outside the train station. Loads of blue barrels get placed everywhere, and then the guards just like sort around them, and you have to sneak past. Without knowing how far they can see, how well they can see, uh, which way they're looking, because the minimap is just red dots, so you have no idea how this is going to go. And then I found out that they can just see you through the blue barrels anyway. They're not even cover. And then they start just <laughs> walking through the blue barrels. Like somebody literally walks through a blue barrel in front of I'm like, Wah! And then he just gets the thing and just like snaps around like a fucking weeping angel. And like, eyes... <laughs> but the worst thing is, right, when you fuck up like this, when you get caught, and I got caught a lot, and that is the, probably the angry, that, that's the point where you'll hear me break, because it was like 3am, <laughs> and I was done. And like, from that point on, I'm like, alright, we're just going to get through this now, so you're coming with me, but we're not going to be happy people at the end of this. Right, by the end of that thing, when we get, when we get through it, like, no, sorry, when you get caught, it loads back into a failure state mission, where someone goes, oh, you failed, which is like... A, 20 30 second loading time and then there's another 20 second loading time to put you back in the world where you take two steps forwards and then it loads for 20 seconds back into the mission where it goes we'll be sneaky and then it loads into the actual proper mission after that so there are four Why? loading times to restart four and that's every time you fail it takes about two minutes to restart the, the, the thing that gets me like about that game though is i don't get how it got got past qa at all well that section could entirely be cut just to have the guards out the fucking way that's it i don't, that's it. I don't... right there's that, the princess right in the story of this game the princess gets kidnapped four times the game is set on one day she is kidnapped and saved wait, four wait, wait, fucking wait, 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 wait. times it's set over. It's set over it's one. It's set day. over one. There's like a past bit in the future bit, but it's like the actual present time where she is, she gets kidnapped four times by Doctor Robotnik. Jesus I don't know what the point is. I finish it now and I go. I don't know what Robotnik was doing. I don't know what anybody was doing. I don't know what anything was doing. It is literally. He was trying to revive the no. Solaris project. I've been paying attention. Wrong. Wrong. Oh. <laughs> it's absolutely wrong. wrong because he at one point is like, now I'll trade the princess for some Chaos Emeralds. And then later on he's like, now I'll trade these Chaos Emeralds for a princess. Then he's like, now I'll trade these princess for a princess. <laughs> and he's just constantly, I'm like, what are you even doing? What was he, what is your main goal here? What is your objective? He's the worst businessman of all time. That's his job. Awful. He's all like, he's playing Sonic Business Simulator and failing. <laughs> It's just, right, it's literally the worst game I've ever played because most games this bad I wouldn't actually keep playing. <laughs> But it's the worst game I have yes. ever played. It is Sonic 06. Wow. Until I, I do like that. Speaking think... of terrible, terrible games. Uh-huh. I think it was I think it was in the last podcast I did tell you that Capcom had issued a threat. Uh-huh. Which is they had they had <laughs> said that yes. Umbrella Core was just the beginning. And sadly, I was proved right. Since then they've they've not quite confirmed, but they've pretty much as close to confirmed as they can. Resident Evil 7 exists and it's going to be at E3. Hooray! And given the trajectory of Resident Evil games through 5 and 6, I don't know how bad 7's going to be, 
but it could be dangerously bad. Or it could be a spectacular return to form like 4 was. Because we have, we have <laughs> one was a great no. one was a great game that I've never actually finished because oh, giant complex. spiders and horrible dog monsters. It's a it, one is a masterclass in horror because you walk up and down the same corridor a whole bunch of times, and then one time a dog jumps through the window and you shit yourself. Yeah, so, it's aged appallingly. Oh yeah, but it's it was you it was it was it was sublime at the time. Two yes. was awful. It's not very good at all. It's quite a few people do kind of like it, but there's nothing really there for anyone anymore. But there's no reason to go back to it. Three is even worse. Four is just beyond a doubt the best of the series. It never mm. got any better than Code that. Veronica's actually alright. Code Veronica is okay. I'll go through it's the main like two and three, one. but quite polished. It's okay. But yeah. then we had uh, five, where they went, oh, four was popular, let's do four again, but, like, not as good. No one near Which as good. Well, I like to call fuck. Well, right, they brought back syndrome. so much bullshit, like appalling inventory. Yeah. When four had the most beautiful inventory management system in the world, then five, they brought back bullshit, massive limitations. Yeah. And then we had six. I didn't even know there was a six until recently. It's so which is, bad. That's uh, just the horrible, horrible nightmares of which one cannot wake. And then, so seven's either going to be, like, following the power of Resident Evil, seven should be amazing. Well, they've said Amazing. they're going to take it back to its horror roots, but I don't believe them for one bloody second. I'd like to point second. out, it was best when it wasn't even near horror with Resident Evil 4, which is kind of... It's got that slightly spooky horror, but it's also... It's mostly atmosphere and building no, no, and way no, 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 scary no, no, things no, no. and monsters. Not spooky. It's spoopy. Spoopy. Mm -hmm. Spoopy horror. Spoopy. Mm -hmm. It's not very good horror. Spoopy. Spoopy. We also kind of will be very curious to keep an eye for the Resident Evil 7 logo to see if it looks at all like, you know, someone filleting an animal, like Resident <laughs> Evil 6 logos did. I mean, Wait, I mean, like with a 7, it's quite difficult to do unless you've got like, a lot of drippy bits. Let me get a snake. So you can have sort of, yeah. sort of snake kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, it's a giraffe and just uh, Our six looking was from a the head up. Our 6 was a giraffe. Unless we're actually going to tell the story job, of this yeah. giraffe. Like, it's I just want you to know, like, in my notes, the note for this piece is Resident Evil 7, sad face. That's what I wrote in my notes. <laughs> oh. And when I learned Resident Evil 7 existed, I just wrote Resident Evil 7, quite sad, sad face. Actually, isn't it? That's, that's, my, that's my response. I have oh. seen people suggest that perhaps maybe it might be a VR piece. Oh my god. That would oh, be a way to make nose. it even worse. You know, I don't want to play horror in VR ever. No. Ever, no. ever, never, never, yeah. ever, ever. I don't, but I could see how it would be a really good idea. Yeah. I, no, I get, it sounds like a terrible idea, I, though. I'm just, it, sorry, I, I need to jump back, because I've got the Metacritic page up, and I've read this a thousand times, so I just want to read it again. <laughs> this is the Xbox Magazine UK review of Sonic 06, right? This is their thing. <laughs> Next-gen Sonic is awkward, dogged by awful levels and a terrible hub system, plus the basic action never gets that challenging. When you die, it's because you couldn't see or you fell off by accident. It's hugely frustrating. Six out of ten! <laughs> Perfect. That is someone who just, just hasn't understood how numbers work. Fucking hell. It's like IGN did that fucking Homefront. Mm. Oh, I'm going I'm to re read the thing from Homefront's review. Because it was IGN's review. It was spectacular. Their little their number thing was spectacular. While you're looking that up, very brief bit of actual gaming news. Oh, we yeah. have a little bit more detail about the return to Arkham bundle. The three, well, mm. kind of okay Arkham games getting, yeah, properly remastered. And it's going to be Can we establish that the, the, it is just two? It's just City and Arkham original. I, oh, I read three. I no, read no, no, it was Arkham original Ori City and the new one. Origins 
Doors Origins isn't in it. Definitely not Origins. No, but I thought no, Knight, Knight was included. Well, no, Knight isn't. Knight already really good looking. I want to point out that they're not proper remasters. They are just like... No, they're just little repolishers. Yeah, that's what, they're not on PC because they're basically just high PC setting versions on the new consoles. That's, yeah. all, that's all they are with high resolutions and frame rates. They've moved to a different... They've kind of moved to Unreal 4 from Unreal 3, if I recall correctly. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they're just a tiny bit more shiny. So, so if you've never actually... I mean, I think if you've played Arkham before, don't bother. But if you've never played Arkham before... For the fact it's going to be, it's basically going to be the same price as a full normal release, to be honest. By the looks of it, I think they're saying like £40 or $50. But if you've never played the Arkham games before, and you're on console, might be worth a look. As someone, right, I am doing, this is the first time I've ever done this. Now, I want to point out, I, I'm new game plusing a game for the first time ever. Whoa. Mm -hmm. And it's Arkham Knight. Whoa. Oh. Have they I, actually fixed that yet? It, yeah, they have. Uh, I 120% edit it. I fully completed it on the first playthrough, and now uh, there's some more people that don't understand how numbers if work. Luke 120%ed it, it has not been fixed. <laughs> okay, I want to point that out how that works. still got some errors. The base game is 100% completion, and then the DLC is 20%. Oh, okay. So this is one on. of the reasons, because for the first two Batman Arkham games, they ended up with releasing Game of the Years, and it looked like there was so much extra faff they were releasing on these games. <laughs> I kind of haven't bought Arkham Knight just on the, until they release all of it <coughs> in one place, I can't be bothered. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Arkham Knight, right, is it had such a bad launch, and I think a lot of people got really put off by some of the very forced uh, tank combat sections. Because hmm. uh, the tanks could have liked the tank puzzles, and some of the tank combat sections are good, but there's way too many of them for tank combat. Not uh, Tank puzzles, fine. Tank combat, too much. And it just, mm. I think a lot of people didn't like the open, full open city. And I do, because I am a sucker for open world games like that. As I think we've, uh, most of us have agreed that Mirror's Edge open world doesn't work, but I think Batman does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my favourite, yeah. I love the Lego Batman 2. Mm. It's the only place who's done Gotham well. Because I like my Gotham to have big giant gargoyles coming out of the ground. Oh, no. And they do it with Arkham mini Knight figures. That's this. wonderful. Arkham Knight has this. Arkham Knight does this great thing where... When you're flying around at a certain point and the goggles on the roofs are these buildings and one of the times when you grapple up there, Mambat is just one of them and just fucking jump scares you and then flies off. You get that with the Joker as well later on. Yeah, no, randomly yeah. and the Joker does it later and just laughs at you because of, of you previously being freaked out by, by Mambat. But that can happen absolutely any time, can't but, it? But does it yeah. have giant men holding up things? No, it doesn't have giant, huge Lego men to strike. That's, yeah. that's what I want from Gotham, and it's not it's, put in enough. You, you, you mean you want the sort of, um, uh, what was it? Not Batman. Like it I said, what? Lego Batman you want, the, you want the front cover of Atlas Shrugged, basically, no, in architecture no, no, there's, form. Um, Probably. Batman, fucking, Batman with Jim Carrey, I always forget the name of it. Batman Forever? Oh, uh, yeah, Batman Forever had yeah. Jim Carrey. There yeah, the Batman yeah. Forever City. That had these ridiculous, stupid, like... Yeah, Batman Forever And also neon-glowing face-paint thugs. Yeah, Batman Forever City was this ridiculously... Kind of, oh, yeah, Arkham Knight's a lot like that in a lot of ways. It's a bit less. It's a bit less extreme, but it's still quite... Ooh, Lego, yeah. Lego did it so wonderfully. That's my favourite Gotham. Mm. Okay. Oh, I found now. it. I found the IGN thing. What IGN, IGN thing? for home, the Homefront thing. This is what they call a oh. 5 out of 10 review, right? Ultimately, <laughs> all of Homefront, the Revolution's elements feel repetitive, unpolished, or downright unnecessary. Over the length of its campaign, it fails to deliver a satisfying, or even functional, shooter experience. <laughs> 
five out of ten. IGN. <laughs> so average. It's average. Amazing. That's what they think the average is now. Amazing. So good. I love IGN and all their faces. Well, remember how much flack they got for like giving something a seven? What was it? They gave a seven and like. Oh my god! Really speaking offended. of that, there's a fucking petition to remove the Washington Post Uncharted Four review. Oh, it was Uncharted 4, wasn't it? Yeah. Uncharted, yeah, Uncharted 4 got a 4 out of 10 from uh, Washington Post. They gave it two reviews. Uh, I don't know why they gave it two reviews. I didn't really pay attention much to it. But one of them was like a 4 out of 10 that's on Metacritic. Actually, it was just like a really negative review. But they gave it a random score of 4 out of 10. And Because um, that's what Metacritic do. They apply scores to stuff. And uh, a lot of people are petitioning to get it removed. Because apparently it takes it out from like a 96 game to a 95 game or whatever. It's like, really? And like, it's, who gives a shit? Why do people care that much about other people's opinions? And you know what? I fucking games. agree with a 4 out of 10 what, for Jaffel. Were they the I ones know. who did the uh, apology letter? Which for, Oh, that was Videogamer. Videogamer.com. Sorry. Okay. Videogamer did a wonderful article. Yeah. Sort that, of like... blatantly not apologizing. Oh, yeah. For, that, that was great. Uh, yeah, I read that. Very good. That was yeah. wonderful. Very good. Now, I, I want to take a side note here, because me and John need some time. Oh. What? Okay. <clears throat> Not worried. Full of 4 Fall Harbor, and the new Hitman level is coming in a few days. Yep. The um, episode 3 is, I believe, May 31st, and before then we've got the next uh, elusive contract in Hitman for people who are playing along with oh Hitman Oh my god, Live. I want to talk about those fucking elusive fucking contracts. Go on, go on. I like them a lot. I go on. loathe the way they're doing exclusive. So these contracts are basically somebody will appear in the game one, you've got to murder them, and you only get one shot at doing it, and if you for fuck one up... Day. Yeah, yeah, it's you get one shot, one thing <laughs> yeah. to do them. If you fuck up, it's gone forever. I didn't hear about the first one until it was gone. Hmm. I don't, and mm. the second one's coming up, but I'm going to be far too busy to do it. And I'm like, okay, well, this is a whole section of this game that I paid money for that I'm just not going to fucking get a hold of. I think I think the point of it is, it, it it's so like you can't look it up. The idea is you have to figure it out yourself. Well, I think the point of it is to try and add value to a game that's unfinished so people actually buy it. Mm. That's mm. what they're, they're trying to add a competitive element yeah. by wouldn't, giving everyone one shot, but they fucked it up because you can replan at any point before the target dies, yeah. which is how people, even oh. though they only get one shot, get such high scores. Yeah, so you can just and keep... I really hope they take that out because that's yeah, the, the biggest they had a mistake they've form, made. A big feedback form to the last one. I I'm concerned, like cause I I think they probably will, like when the game is fully out, they'll probably take all the elusive contracts and just put them in as contracts. I suspect, yeah, I suspect that, yeah, I suspect they will. When like, they eventually like box the it up, they will all be there. Of an elusive contract, just don't have a deadline. Don't say you have to do it the, in these two days. Be like, or, that's in the game the bigger now. Problem, you get one shot at it. The bigger problem is, um, me and Square Enix have a slightly different definition of elusive. Mm. Which is their definition of elusive is they tell you what the bloke looks like, they put him in a unique uniform, and then he wanders around. And when you enter the level, they say you'll probably find him in his office, which is on the second floor. <laughs> And that's exactly what happened in the first one. They actually showed you him straight away. He was wearing a unique uniform. Um, he has a unique set of voice and accents. And they actually tell you when you load the level, his office is on the first floor. You'll probably be able to catch him there. And that is indeed one of the best places to catch yeah, it was him. Way in fairness, and that is really weird. Why on earth did they show... I, mean, I, I don't even want to be shown his face. I want there to be like four people in the level who it theoretically could be, and I have to like, fucking figure it yeah. out by following them around like that, and listening that in their one, conversations. Like uh, the old Hitman game where you were, you were slowly getting the information in the year and you were like trying to. Yeah, that, that is St. Petersburg Stakeout yeah. in Hitman Two: Signed Assassin, where there's like six potential targets and you're you're being fed the description to figure out which one to shoot. I like that by their behaviour and descriptions. That's what it needs to be like. You should not be shown the guy. 
it's I, I think the I keep making it way too easy. It needs to have yeah. it needs to be I think they're like, it, I think, like it should be entirely feasible that you spend like half an hour stalking a person, you execute them, leave the level, and then get told actually that was his brother Steve. <laughs> Sorry, you killed the wrong one. So hang on, so they're... in fairness, Square Square Enix have got a lot better though, because before they did have you know the giant anime hair and the weapon five times the size, and they really stuck out. Yeah, you know by now <laughs> they're practically kill Squall. Meter. All right, I'll find him. Yeah. Yeah, the the, the the problem I have with them is that I have a job and things to be doing. Yeah. It's like, it's it's I don't want to have to plan my life around playing a video game, so just put them in the I, fucking I feel game. Li- even if they were limited, like, like, a week, give them a week. Yeah. Just, you know, oh, no, I, I think... it, no, I just want them to be just there. Just You've got the game, that's, even if it's like one to be an early thing, or you only get them there, well, fine, glue them onto my game and I'll get to them when I want to. But I'd have to install think... Hitman to be able to play that, because I uninstalled I it, because maybe... I didn't like it very much. I... I think maybe it'd be worth them doing only in the first day do your points count towards the, the global yeah. leaderboard. Do it like yeah. that. Have the, have the 48 hours of you can get the points at this point, but then actually have you can get the shot and whatever trophies and stuff attached to it and unique gear and stuff at this one. Yeah. So there we go. Mm. But I, I mean, I actually quite enjoy the leaderboards in Hitman. Like, I took a bit of pride that, like, um, I was briefly in the top 250 in the world in Sapienza. Okay. Briefly. Not anymore. What do you mean you get just like for how good your kill is? Points. Yeah, for total score. Oh, okay, score. So you have to basically do a perfect side assassin, never get spotted in the first place, and do it as fast as possible. Okay. And I briefly managed to nudge my way in the top 250 of the world, uh, which I was very proud of. Okay, that's... Yeah. How many people had played it at the time? Six. Oh, that was after it had been actually out for a while, actually. That was after that was when I was doing one of... That okay. was probably about six days after that episode came out. Always, so there's been a fair amount of playtime. Always important to double check that number. Mm. Otherwise, you know, people go, oh, it's the top 250 people of the 250 people who played it. Yeah. No. Actually, the amazing thing is, like, I played the first Lucid Contract, like, like two hours after it came out. And even though I got signed to Assassin, which only 10% of people do, like, I wasn't even close to the top 500. Did you like, know that was because too many people were replanning. Do you know what I mean? I was very briefly number one in the world at Fallout 4. Because you were the only person yes, who yes. played it. Yes, yes. Oh, for bloody hell! You're just you're just saying this. There was no leaderboard in Fallout Four. <laughs> fortunately, there was, if there was ever leaderboards in Fallout Four. I'd be sad. There was a leaderboard in my life. <laughs> life leaderboard. Really? Because I think I'd be number one in your life leaderboard, just in everything. <laughs> well, I always give myself thing. top marks. But... Aww, bless you. It's quite yeah, sadly, I, 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 I don't care for it. I don't like the episodic thing. It's do- it doesn't work for how I play yeah, games. I, I don't, I, I, I don't... don't like going. Hey, we play this thing over and over and over and over. No, and over. I, I agree with that. But I think, I think these levels are so good. They, um, they. I think Sapiens is the best level in the entirety of the franchise. Good. I look forward to playing them all in one go yeah. across a couple no, of days yeah, and be like, oh, that was yeah, the thing. Because it's much better than having like 50 gig like, of useless see, games I know, on my hard drive. And I know you quite like playing it and you play it and you do it and then you're done and you move on. I quite like sort of trying to find all the different ways to do it. And I like finding all the stories. I love yeah. finding all the stories you can just overhear by eavesdropping and piecing mm. it together. I, I think, yeah. I See, it sounds like I, something I would genuinely care for, but I just find it. It's like, it, it really, it burnt me out with fucking Metal Gear Ground Zero's. But it's like, here's the thing. Oh, it's 27 hours of gameplay. You finish it in 45 minutes. Oh, that was it. Okay, well, I'm out. Yeah. I like just mm. playing a thing. Like, this is why I'm enjoying Doom. It's a 13 hour campaign. You can play it for 13 hours. Don't have to touch no shitty multiplayer. No. Don't have to play no thing. Oh my god, I'm sure it's my computer. Shut up. Sonic 06 has finished rendering, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. <laughs> it has been rendering uh. for. Oh, what is that? Four hours now? Jesus. Four hours. 
to do that. Jesus. There's some fun stuff going on in there. No. It's a slow. I mean, you this... put more effort into that game, editing those videos, than they did in making the game. You know what? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. <coughs> Which is funny because it's your unedited yeah, ones. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Now, this leads on nicely. It doesn't lead on nicely at all. To the uh, <laughs> next thing, which is Far Harbor, which is the best thing ever. Okay, good. Yes, I agree. This, is the, this, this. is the best DLC they've ever made for Fallout. I've literally yeah. not played it yet. No. My character's stuck in a fridge, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> that is a point, actually, isn't it? No, because that's a, that's a different save. That wasn't even Chloe. Secret spoilers. Mm. Oh, well, fucking no, ruining fun. the illusion. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah, I've got so far, I'm like, what am I down in this thing for? Oh, fuck, yeah. All right, hang on, let's get back a few. Oh, there we go. Like, I, it's so good. It's so, it, it's got rid of um, essential characters in it. it. There's multiple choices. There are speech checks. There are fucking skill mm. checks. There's fucking puzzles you have to figure out yourself. There's this great puzzle that you just get given a map. Just a map. You just get given a map with a few X's on it, and you have to, like, figure out how to, like, turn all these levers, and you have to repair all these things, and a bunch of skill checks, or you can get parts for all of them instead, and there's hidden chests and treasures, and there's the one where it's like, ooh, I hid a thing in in the, the, the fish net, and you go find it, and it's, oh, there's loads of good gear, and you get rewarded fun. properly for stuff. I don't think you've even got to the best bit yet, because you haven't done the, you haven't finished off, like, properly concluded Far Harbour, like, the no. town no yet, have you? Spoilers, please. Like, Wait, no, no, I've done I all the quests like, within the, Half Harbour. Half Harbour. Half if you, if you love New Vegas, what eventually happens in Far Harbour, you will absolutely okay, good. love. I you got, will ejaculate all over your computer screen. Because I got so happy with sort of Far Harbor in, in, in that, like, I was saying, I was saying, before, one of my favorite things to do in Fallout is, I, I think if you've ever watched my, I don't know how many of, of people who are watching have watched my Fallout streams, but my favorite, one of my favorite things to do was just wander around like Camp Golf or Camp McCarran while I'm friendly with the NCR and killing all of them without any of them seeing me or no, and, and me walking away still friendly with the NCR, but I've massacred the entire camp. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't do that in Fallout 4 because there's no factions, strictly, and you know not really anything like that. And so many characters are essential; it doesn't really work. But in this, you can. And I got really annoyed because if you kill a named character, they all instantly go hostile to you, and no one sees you. Mm. Though I'd say, arguably, it's probably still the most moral thing you can do is probably just to assassinate Tectus and then just run. Yeah, I did kill everyone else aside from the main character, so there's not many people standing in my way anymore. Hmm. I don't know why they're not like so bothered or concerned about all the bodies missing heads around the place. You it's a bit monster. concerning. I know. I mean, they're, they're children of Atom. Who really gives a shit? Atom does. They give a quite a good account of themselves, which is nice. It's the first time we've ever actually had like a vaguely positive look at the children of Atom. Mm. Which is, they're utter nutters, but if they weren't just sitting around being nutters here, they'd be out there eating oh, people. Oh, so probably great... better they're here Dan, instead. Dan, there's, there's a quest which involves... Um... Because the children matter of religion, there's one woman who finds a physics book, uh-huh. and, <laughs> oh, yes. and she re- she realizes that the atom is a lot of empty space, mm-hmm. and she thinks that they have to worship empty space instead. It was a lot like your Richard Dawkins oh, like rant on Twitter. Oh, it was basically the same thing, but she was like, "No, no, no, you're all wrong. It's actually empty space." It was the but she would have the exact same arguments about atom. Like, <laughs> it's a it's a beautiful same. piss take of religion that quest. Oh. Where she she's the heretic because she's preaching about nothing and they're preaching about the atom and you have to take the side of atom just because you're <laughs> trying to get her on their side. It's beautiful. Oh, such a good also, Witcher Blood and Wine is out incredibly soon. People have already got reviews up for it. 
Dude, that annoys hey, me because bollocks. yeah, IGN has I'm one. I asked for a review code and they went, no, they're coming out release. So how the fuck did I fuck you, IGN? <laughs> I'm excited for that. I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to get back to Witcher. Yeah, I've I've yet to play it properly. It well, I've yet to play me. it properly because uh, I haven't got anywhere near the end of the quest yet. So I probably should finish it off first. But I do like just dicking around, really. <laughs> I barely started it, though. I played it for like an hour. And I just love being a bloke doing his job. Like, I'm a monster hunter. Let's go hunt monsters and then hunt some monsters like that. It's a good day's mm. work. I'm now going to go and shag a wench in the local tavern. Mm. Yeah, that's just, you know, a, down yeah. a day out. I did, John, did you play that much? I have never played any... Like, people told me I would love Witcher 3. Like, based it's on the games RPG. that I liked. People have said I would love Witcher 3. But I've like always said, like, yes, but... I don't want to do that because I understand, like, it feels like a big epic trilogy thing. So, like, I, I wouldn't want to play Mass Effect 3 before I, I played you, Mass Effect I, I 1 and 2. you can play it without playing, playing the Witcher You ones. can, but I'd get more from it if I played <coughs> the earlier ones. So I, I want to, I actually want to do, like, a mini-series of Witcher, then jump forward to Witcher 2, then jump forward to Witcher 3, Keep and do, like, one mini-series a month you? at some point. Um, as someone who currently has Witcher 1 and 2 installed on their computer for this very same logic, I'm totally on your side for this. <laughs> like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it properly through the way that well, things should go. I jumped well, straight into 3 and 3 was fine. It, it explains well, everything it. for newbies really well. I, I, I get annoyed with this because I, I kind of do this with movies and games as well. Like, I, I skip with the Ark, previous Arkham games. There's a lot on Arkham Knight that's sort of happening that I don't really understand. I can kind of guess, but... You yeah, you can't. Lot. I think uh, Knight would. I think you'd be really quite difficult to struggle with if you didn't understand the full context, particularly of City. You kind of need the City thing for is, Knight. If you know, yeah, Batman but they lore, come from comic books. I recently was reading a comic book, and sort of by issue six, it was you. It would tell you in the introduction everything that happened in the last five comic books, but wouldn't tell me anything about who the fuck any of these people were. I get. And this was a one geez. to six of an issue series. It wasn't even like it was like you know episode. Uh, so sorry, issue 500, where it's like, okay, fair enough, at least it, this was issue 1 to issue 6, and it wasn't introducing basic things. Yeah, fucking oh, Captain really America Civil off. War, whenever they reveal a character, I'm like, I don't know who this is, I don't know who this is. I yeah, know who this so is. it's Ant-Man. Like, oh, he's like a man, but he's like a spider. What the <laughs> hell is oh, going on here? The it is. They have the worst after credit scene on the new X-Men film, where, every, where everyone I knew came away from it going... So what the fuck was that end credit scene about? Like, I've, oh. I've never seen a whole cinema go, so what the fuck is that? Maybe maybe I'll go see, like, because I get free tickets, so maybe I'll just get a ticket for it and just go in at the end of the film <laughs> and see the end credit scene. I might do that, actually. I don't well, go far from the cinema. The end credit scene is basically a name, but it's it's just one half of a name of someone, and it's not their proper supervillain name. It's their everyday name and you're like not enough people knew that name <laughs> like yeah yes if you said wayne tech like i would know who that is but in this particular case and that um, would be one hell of a twist at the end of an x-man film if, it if, would, if it batman would. was coming in that'd in be fairness, a brilliant twist in fairness that's probably the only way dc stands a chance of getting anyone to see any of their Movies is to uh, put them in the Marvel sneak them universe. into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Jesus, that actually makes but, a lot of sense. Yeah, Jesus. they just put sort of a surname at the end, and everyone came out. And even working out it was a surname, I had to look it up to find that out because I actually think Batman would work quite well in the Avengers. You got, you'd, I think you'd have a really no, interesting. Yeah. No, th Batman this is the would thing. work really right. well. I yeah. fucking really dislike DC because DC is mostly mythical 
like aliens, and then you got Batman, who's a super grounded character, and then Marvel is mostly sort of grounded mutants or Gra- those know. grounded mutants with that that, 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 that grounded vision, the, vision, the magic robot yeah. who can fire lasers out okay, of his well, face. Look, do you know what I mean? There's generally they generally explain them in some way. There's some sort of scientific explanation. No, actually, I think the more they add to the Marvel universe, the more it's strange and collapses under its own ass. Yeah, I think I, I agree with you completely. I, I agree with that, especially as Doctor Strange is coming next, who is yeah, literally um, magic. Yeah. But, but I know. think that X-Men by themselves are quite, uh, you know, have, do have that sort of, you know, they've got the, um, the balance right. Whereas, yeah, I, I, this is the whole problem I have with sort of Batman. It's like, Batman should really just be writing up office reports for Superman. Like, it... Because Superman can easily do both of their jobs better and quicker with fewer casualties. It's like... Ooh, the, Ma- the film Man of Steel begs to differ. Yeah. Yeah, but has anyone it's... actually watched that and liked it? No. No. Physically impossible to do so. I've checked. But like... Hey, no, wait. If we're talking about movies... Yeah. Uh, and on a gaming podcast, surely we should talk about the fact that the Assassin's Creed movie is mostly set in the modern day and not back in time. It's about six. Oh, which yeah. means the trailer is a big fat liar. That's well, this this was the thing. Like, I watched the trailer and went, "Oh, that's looking really bad. That's looking really bad. Oh, that parkour bit's looking interesting. Maybe there's hope for this." Oh okay. no, no. Can I also also point out that this movie has pre-order bonuses? If you go to uh, if you just search for Assassin's Creed pre-order, you can actually get like $15 to get you the movie ticket, but you also get a script, $40 movie ticket, you get a t-shirt, a watch and a script. You can actually get okay. the movie tickets Is that well, they give you the script true? as you that go in. That's, that's, that's a time saver. Legitimately, absolutely true. This is... Okay. I'll put, uh, it, the, I'll put it in the live stream chat so you can have it. What also okay. really bugged me about it, by the way, was like, I looked at the, oh, the Spanish Inquisition. That's actually a more interesting setting for a game than about two thirds of the actual game yeah. franchise. This is no, this I, is, why haven't we had a game okay. set there? I, expected that. I absolutely expected it would be the Spanish Inquisition. As the only person in this group who's played every Assassin's Creed game, uh, all have you oh, played, have you played all of Liberation? I say, Liberation's my jam. I played a lot of Liberation. I didn't, have you I, played all of Rogue? Uh, it's what terrible. about Chronicles China? Chronicles China, have you finished okay. that? Chronicles okay. Latvia. And what okay. about, say, what the, about main... the Game Boy Advance one? I've actually got There's okay. a lot the, of Assassin's the, uh, Creed PSP games, one. Matt. You played the PSP one of Assassin's Creed 2. I, it's okay. really good. I'm going to rephrase. The only person in the group who's played all the core Assassin's Creed games, <laughs> as in the main one. Oh, Alright. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Matt, um, I've played all of All, all of, of them? them now, yeah. All the way through. Oh, God, no. I so, played. Okay, as the only I would like to point out, I played literally one all the way through. That was Assassin's Creed One, and none of the others have kept me going all the way through. Okay, as the only one who's played all of them all the way through. Um, okay, I played I some of them all the way through. I regret I most of it. I've not even played the boat one all the way through because that just means story, and who cares for no. story? No, I, I the story is shit. On that. I fucking hate this the movie concept because the whole point of the Animus, right, in, in the gameplay concept, it's it's just a way to. Explain UI elements. Yeah. Essentially, it's it's just it's just this way of, of of trying to integrate UI elements and sort of invisible boundaries and deaths and respawning. It's trying to literally make that feel like um, immersive and make it feel what that's supposed to be. Yeah. And yep. that makes sense. It's a gameplay mechanic. That's all it really is. I mean. The only reason I, I think they even bother doing that as opposed to just having it in the past is just for the gameplay mechanic. And I don't... 
why? What's the point in doing an Assassin's Creed? Because we've already had Desmond. We've already seen the future As, stuff. We don't need I think to see that Pink anymore. Floyd said As it best someone... when they said, "Money." Do you know? Anyway, it's it's money. They want to make money, and the Assassin's no, Creed name could... now has a bit more global reach no, knowledge. No, so but they, they could totally do an Assassin's Creed movie with just the Spanish Inquisition. They don't have to bother with the future stuff. Just like Michael Fassbender. Yeah, Spanish but but but, but Matt, back to the money. How much do you think it costs to film in an empty, white lit white room versus building a massive Spanish Inquisition okay, set? A, they've already built the massive Spanish Inquisition set, and B, it's not an empty white room. It's like this weird white room. They have this weird like lift. Yeah, but then I don't audience, know. Oh, not a lift. It's like oh, a that's, the, that's the production over budget. It's like a weird you didn't tell us about animals. a lift. Audiences Christ, where are we going to really get one of them from? confused and scared when things are different. And movie audiences oh. are dumb assholes from what I can tell. So this is this is why the no, Star Trek films just are the way they are. They're stupid. Yeah, look at the, look at Star Trek Beyond's latest trailer. I actually committed suicide six times while watching that thing. Did I just address also, the, can the, the I poster? say, as someone who only played quite a lot of those games to get the Desmond <coughs> storyline mm-hmm. and felt like the rest of the game was just getting in the way of my nice Desmond story. Even mm. I don't think it looks any good from a real-life standpoint. And as someone it's who just... really fucking hated Desmond and cheered when his brain was ripped out and stamped on, I uh, I don't I don't care about it either, really. Spoilers, Jeff! Oh, who gives a toss? Seriously, that would cheer me up. If I knew Desmond was going to get murdered, I know, I know. I'd be like, oh, brilliant. I'll keep I playing. felt like they really chickened out at the end of that. Like, I felt like they had a bigger plan, <coughs> and then they didn't. It was a real well, yeah, plot it, tweeze. No, no, no. It was just thing, sort right? of, oh, it, we're going to do something interesting. No, we're not. No, you don't want no, to do something interesting, because they probably originally only planned it to be like three games and that was it yeah. and then they it, was, it was it was originally franchise. written as three games and then they made them expand what's his twat face and so yeah. the writer Ezio got a lot yeah. of expansions Ezio got I mean, no, Ezio, no honestly Ezio having a few games was fine because they were more sort of slight spin-offs you know they were more like the Fallout New Vegas's but not in goodness by the way I just want to <laughs> set that but Fallout I, New Constantinople you know what I mean they were sort of spin-offs and they were they kind of make or Istanbul sense. as we might call it in fact yeah but in, like, I was quite <coughs> pleased with that joke. Fuck the lot of you. Fuck I'm you. singing the song in my head. <laughs> <laughs> no, but fucking Assassin's Creed 3, it probably went, oh, we could have this big epic ending and like, the world ends or some, you know, something ridiculous happens. Or there's the, the, everyone goes back to like, primitive time. They probably would have done something very profound. And they went, no. no. Money! We have a franchise here. We need to make this a yearly release. And they did. Yeah. And the sad thing is that the, the dev team on Assassin's Creed are really fucking talented. Clearly. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, fuck me. Like, the, the, Didn't the, the they detail make the in the cities engine. is incredible. No. No, but this is oh, the thing, though. This, no, but this is the thing, though. Like, all of that is, like, not... All the problems with them all, I, I don't think, a fault of the dev team. They're just a fault of the bad business decisions. Rushing and forcing them to put in microtransactions and all this bollocks. Like, if they just... When make a good Assassin's Creed game, whatever, leave, we're, just, we're out of it. Here's three years. They can make fucking something amazing. Amazing. It's amazing. But, yeah, but money! Yep. It's cash in. Ubisoft it's game. Ubisoft. What if they haven't made a game you ever fuck about? Look at the division. What the fuck is that supposed to be? Uh, I'm like the one money. person in the world that liked Watch Dogs. I like Watch Dogs, but apart from the Watch Dogs 2 confirmed before April next year, so probably holiday season this year. You know what? So it'll be delayed and released about March next year then. I look forward to it. Yeah. 
legitimately, if Watch Dogs 2 has actually good driving physics, I'll totally the play story it. I liked Watch Dogs 1's driving. Story. It had great parts, I know, I like, I really good motorcycles. Everything about Watch Dogs 1, apart from the story, was so awful. It really I was okay with grump. I was put with Grumpy Pants McGee, whatever his name was. I liked how utterly miserable he I was. I remember his name. But it was just, it was so... Aiden, Aiden, Aiden Pierce. Corny as shit. I mean, like, the fucking, that woman whose only plot was to, her only point was there to die at the end to spur the thing on, spoilers. When she dies on the grave of the other one, you're like, really? Oh, that was... Like, I, 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 I literally, that whole scene was supposed to be super emotional. I was on the floor fucking laughing. Yeah, but that guy's like Batman. He needs other people's misery to power his superpowers. <laughs> It's the powers of owning a mobile phone in the year 2016. Yeah, a really good mobile phone. A really good phone. Like the, game, yeah. the game mechanics are interesting. It's just like, the, to me, right, as some, you know, because someone who plays GTA and stuff like that, when I get into a big open world game like that, and it's like, okay, your car has no physics, it's stuck to the ground, you can't go up where we're in buildings, and like, oh. Yeah, that was slightly weird, but I thought it was quite nice and weighty and. Mm. I like the fact there's no flying vehicles in it at all, so you actually have to like learn the layout of the city. No, and, that's like, fine. I like not having flying. Fine. I like flying. Also, I think to my mind, like Chicago is like to my mind like the perfect size for an open city space. Oh, totally. Like, all of it's all of it's all of it's nice. You can but you can look around. You can know where you are in the map just by looking around because it's really well designed. The corners all look very different. The industrial corner and like the slummy corner and the really nice parky bit. Oh no, it's a great city, city for a game. It's really and it's like you can drive around it and it's not too big, but it's not too small. Like say I went back and like played Saints Row the Third recently. Yeah. And these days, that city feels tiny. It is, it's like, that so map tiny. feels utterly, utterly tiny. tiny. I find GTA V too big because there's too much of it that's just got nothing Saints of interest Saints Row 2 in is it. the perfect map. I've, I've said, there, there are two maps that I would consider... Yeah. Like, for its time, I would say Vice City was great, but maps have got sort of bigger. But Saints Row 2 has such a wonderful diversity across its map. And it's can we talk, perfect What about San Andreas? Can we, can we not talk about San, San Andreas? San Andreas is time? colossal. I mean, San Andreas always felt colossal because they did a lot of things that made it feel colossal. Well, that's what's clever. San Andreas is incredible because it is a tiny map. It's, it's but super it tiny. It feels fucking huge. Because it's a constant changing scenery terrain. They lock you off. They make the roads mm. twist and bend and turn. And it's it, and they make, the fog of war is about I, three feet. I, so, yeah. Well, I loved it because I got I always get pissed off at GTA Five that if I get in a fast car, I can drive to the top of the map in you know a couple of minutes. Mm. When... If you want to do that in San Andreas, it actually took you a good while to drive. But if you got in a plane, it'd take you two minutes because yeah. you could go over everything and that made sense. You were in a plane. Yeah. And it, but in, it, I have no reason to use a plane in fucking five. It's like, well, there's one one way and it takes me n no, less time to drive. Yeah. And it annoyed me, the, the little design of that. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's like how they had the, um, like... Which was, did, do you guys know what the biggest open world game of 2016 was? Just Cause no, 3? No, sorry, 2015 I meant. Just Cause uh, 3. No. Still Just Cause 3? It was uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, because oh, you fuck that pilot game. a mech. So fuck that game. Ev most you of the game. Chronicles X, yeah? Fuck that yeah, game. sorry, Chronicles fuck X. Yeah. That yeah. Game. Fuck that game. Why fuck that game? I, I enjoyed watching you hate that game on, on, the, on the stream you did. That was fun. Because it just goes on for so fucking long. Going, you should do this. You should do that. It does. It, it, it is a game which wanted to be more sociable and ruined the game because of no, it. Compared what, to you said, oh, what, Chronicles. You said, oh, you mech. Was... It takes fucking thirty hours to get a fucking mech. Fuck off. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And it's they had much better plot in the the last game. <coughs> so I'd have loved to have. Uh, oh, seen Chronicles them. had an amazing plot. Yeah, and such a wonderful world as well. And a brilliant score and great voice acting. Yeah. 
Though I was struggling because I was playing it while I was watching Doctor Who, and uh, one of the voice actresses is also plays Clara in Doctor Who, and I got oh, confused. Oh, really? Which, which was Clara? Uh, she was the most recent companion, though just been replaced. No, in the no, game. no, which one? No, what? Cl- <laughs> oh, what? she was <laughs> five. That's it. What? She was uh, the girl with the small wings. Which one was Clara? Oh, she was K9. Melia. Yeah, she played K9. Yeah. Melia was Clara? Yes. No. Yes. No. To IMDb. <laughs> Don't you know the biggest, what's the possible. biggest open world game of all time? That's a question for you guys. What do you think it was? Just because one was massive. Was um, the second Elder Scrolls yeah, game. Fucking the fucking right, re- Daggerfall. Yeah. Daggerfall. Really? Yeah, it's, a, it's, what is it, fucking... There's literally nothing oh, in it, but it's, it's, it was it's like randomly there. generated terrain, apart from a few things around it. It is, it, I think it's well, the size. It, it's it's sixty two thousand. It's the fucking size miles. of Greenland. Yeah, it's like it's literally a whole no, country wait. in the game. Well, it wasn't it wasn't Fallout One and Two, weren't they? Sort of in the entire Western United States. They don't count because you you aren't moving around there. You're moving on a grid, so yeah. I don't. Are think you moving really on a grid? Are you actually counts. in fir- first third person? Yes, you are actually in first person in Daggerfall. You're wandering. How the first fuck do you travel that distance? Well, you most of the time you just walk between the things, and you can get shortcuts, etc. But you so, can just walk for sixty-two thousand miles in one. Oh, sixty thousand miles. And I would walk sixty thousand miles. And for compare, if you want to compare that, like as uh, Skyrim is is. What, like 18 square miles? So 18 t- compared to 62,000. the biggest game in the world, I believe. Apparently, True Counts Street of LA has like a really big map. Yeah, but that game was a piece of shit, so let's not think about it. I know. <laughs> um, just because 2 has a very big map. But no, for uh, perfect map size, I always said Saints Row 2, because it had, it had like the university district, it had sort of more of the... Uh, like the the upmarket district, and it had the airport, and my favourite was the airport. Oh my god, I love the airport district. And it, it just had a whole bunch of beautiful little places. It had like the beach bit, and they all felt like their own. They all connected together really nicely. You never noticed the transition, but they all were the very much own distinct sort of yeah. areas. And I fuck me, that. you're right. Well, <laughs> yeah, Jenna Coleman is Melia. Oh, that one, okay. You know what? I'm now. You know what? I, this makes me really, really pleased about that. Shulk doesn't end up with Melly. He ends up with Fiora. Cause fuck Jenna Coleman and fuck Clara and fuck that companion. I'm glad she's gone and she better stay dead this time. And I'm really glad Melia ended up suffering, losing everything, and didn't end up with Shulk. Fuck Melia. Oh God. This okay. makes me feel better about Clara knowing that someone else, Jenna Coleman, played <laughs> suffered that fucking badly. Because there's no end to how much Melia suffered in that game. Oh, for God. Okay. I <laughs> also could not play as Melia. She's the only character I just could not play as the lead character. Here's a question. Ch- Hang on, here's a question. Mm. I wonder if we could consider Kerbal Space Program to be the biggest open world game. No, 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 this is it. The chat's talking about a lot of games. Rodinia, No Man's Sky, Minecraft. I don't think... I think, I think when we're referring to... In game, I think we should. We, I think we should establish rules in that it's a planet on a single planet map that is crafted and not procedurally generated. Well, the Daggerfall's fucked off because it won't be Daggerfall. Full, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Dag- I, if it's if it's got procedurally generated, maybe don't. But well, here's it. the thing: is a uh, lot of these bigger open maps do use a small amount of procedural generation to create well, them, no, even, and then even, they lock them. So something I think a like a little bit's fine. So something like think, Rodina, which has an entire fucking planet, was procedurally generated, and then it's the same thing all the time. No, I know, but I mean, and like, that means No Man's Sky, which is procedurally generated, will always be the same thing every single time. Yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, for the most part, it, 
yeah, I mean, yeah, procedural generates some of the land, but for the most part, it's sculpted. Like, like Test Drive Unlimited 2, for the most part, is a huge map, but it's sculpted. Yeah. Test Drive Unlimited 1, sorry. It's apparently 618 square miles. It's the whole of fucking um, Ibiza, isn't it? I have I no idea. It's a whole island, like, to 1-1 one, one scale. Oh, and it's cool. fully mod it's fully crafted and everything. No Man's Sky is only two months ago. Jesus. But this is something as well, like, in theory, if you want to talk about, like, a, a large game, I mean, fucking X-Plane 10 has the entire, like, world 1-1 scale. I think X-Plane 9 has the entire world 1-1 scale and the entirety of Mars 1-1 scale accurately mapped. Yep. I don't know, X-Plane 10 got rid of Mars and that really annoyed me. <laughs> X-Plane 9 had the whole of Mars with Mars planes. Mars planes. And, and Mars gravity. Maybe there just wasn't a market for people on Mars wanting to fly between Zaganop Five and. Why get rid of Mars? Why go? Oh, we got Mars out. Fuck Mars! Let's get rid of Mars. I vote now. Let's just bomb Mars. No, take it down with a sledgehammer. That is the <laughs> best way to deal with Mars. Free Mars! Woo! Now, apparently, the biggest open world game from this list I found is Guild Wars Nightfall at fifteen thousand square miles. Yeah, but that's shit. <laughs> well, 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 I thought the Lord of the Rings one was way bigger. Lord of the Rings Online or something had a huge map. I just This is one of the lists I found, you I just, don't know. You've just found a fucking <laughs> BuzzFeed article about it, haven't you? No, it wasn't BuzzFeed. Oh, what is it? Fu Chronicles is 70,000 square miles. He's not saying what it is, it's FuzzFeed. That's what it is. It's answers.com. It's answers.com. Oh, no, it's the oranges all over again. What about GeoGuessers says the chat? How many oranges are there left, Matt? Legitimately, apparently, Xenoblade Chronicles is bigger than... Daggerfall. Well, really? The Xenoblade Chronicles is 70,000 square miles. Or but is that just cheating because you're massive, so therefore it can pretend it is because the thing you're driving around in is a mile tall? Because that feels cheating. Because if so, yeah. I just well, wrote a game no, where, I'm, where my character is a giant as... who's a thousand miles tall, so therefore but... if he just takes a few steps forward, he's just it is the biggest game in the world. Well, this is the thing that Matt was talking about because you do spend the first <coughs> 30 hours running around with it being the biggest thing in the world, but it's also has to still feel like a big world when you're 10 times the size. Mm. So it is kind of all built on that uh, sort of double scale. Uh -huh. So it is designed half in that cheat. Yes, everything's got to be sort of double scaled, but also it is valid to use the smaller units because you will end up running around quite a bit as a small person. Right, carrying on from talking about Daggerfall, they leaked some footage of a canned PSP game for the <laughs> Elder Scrolls Oblivion, which was an Elder Scrolls game for the PSP. And then it made me remember, wasn't Bioshock going to turn up on the Vita? I'm now, and then I started getting this thing of like the amount of like AAA games that were heading to the PSP or the Vita that just never made it, and now I just have all the sads. Just oh, hey, hey! Related to PlayStation, I, we just just got an email uh -huh. inviting us to the fucking E3 press conference. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm going. <laughs> Where is it? LA. Where's that? Is it near Basildon? No. <laughs> we went to LA before. You lasted two hours. Uh, I lasted four hours before giving up and going to Disneyland, where everything made a lot more sense. And the yes. worst thing is, he's not even joking. I had to meet This was people. our one attempt at going to a YouTube convention. Mm-hmm. And it you lasted for four life. hours. It's so bad. Yeah, lasted for hours. Oh. Met a lot of people. It was great fun. And then I went to Disneyland yeah. by myself. It was good. Mm. I had fun. 
it's a Disney night. Apparently, 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 apparently uh, the people at the PlayStation office really liked your Ratchet and Clank video, Daniel. Good. Yeah. It yeah. was very, it was very generous to them. Certainly, I like Ratchet. Yeah, generous. I like that. I am way too into. I could give you a two-hour talk <coughs> about Ratchet and Clank if you want to. I'm sure you could. Well, if we got Let's not time, do that because we're the, next the last segment. Yeah, the next one's just gonna be just before E3, so we actually might need that. Actually, think about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's uh, the, the uh, PSP version of the Elder Scrolls game. So it's gonna be like a Fallout game for PSP. And there's all these things that were like, it's an idea, and then they get canned. Like there was Saints Row 2 sort of equivalent for the PSP. That was linked <coughs> recently. There was all of these beautiful games. Because I love my PSP Go. It's like my handheld console that I play the most. I don't know why. It's probably because there's a fucking great Yu-Gi-Oh game on it. The PSP Go? Yeah, PSP Go, mate. I'm all about the PSP Go. What? The PSP Go. What? The... You play on a PSP Go? I have a, I have a black PSP Go. Yeah. I, I re- you remember d- you having it. I don't remember ever seeing you play it. But Why don't yeah. you just play a PSP? Because I got it. Because oh, they were I, huge. Yeah, they announced the Go, which was like later on. And it was, it's a tiny little thing. It's, it's really, really small. It's beautiful. But the PSP Go was... Um, it was... It was, it, it was I can't put any UMDs in it. It's all about downloading the games, etc. But what was absolutely superb about it was... <coughs> when it came out, it was right near the end of the PSP's lifespan. It sort of came out right near the end. And then they waited a bit. And then there was this special offer where the, it was only like 80 quid... And if you bought one during this like this uh, month window, they gave you ten free games. Yeah, and that included stuff like Little Big Planet. That's how I got the Assassin's Creed on the PSP. Uh, the amazing uh, race. There was like a driving game that was insane. I can't remember the name of it right now. Uh, Pursuit Force. That's the one. You had. I think it was Pursuit Force Two. There was a whole bunch of brilliant games. Ten brilliant games for completely free. So that's when I got the PSP Go. That's when I got on the PSP, and it's one of my most played consoles ever. I think it's a really nice yeah. little thing because it's so light and it's so small. And it, the battery lasts about six years, and that's like it's and it's got a whole whack of great, great games on it. And I'm still buying new things. Like I'm getting into Metal Gear Acid. It's my plan. I want to get that. Although the PSP store is closed down, you can still sort of buy them through the uh, PlayStation Three and then copy them over or something. I can't fucking remember. Yeah, it's a it's a nice little thing. I like it. Ooh, hey Dad, good news. Uh-huh. I could go to E three to 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 go to this press conference live, which mind I mean it is fully watchable online. There is no advantage to going yep. live, but I could go, and it would only cost the company three thousand uh, pounds. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why do people go to E three? Because care. then they get to meet. Maybe they live in Los Angeles. Hang on, wasn't yeah. there that year when Microsoft gave? Everyone a free Xbox. Oh yeah, that would offset the three oh, grand cost. Yeah, great, great. Yeah, I picked three grand to get a fucking four hundred pound Xbox. That was the wankiest thing because so literally millions of people watch it at home. A few thousand watch it there. Every everyone here gets an Xbox. Everybody watching home is like, oh, we don't give a shit. Didn't Ooh. Oprah Winfrey though do that like every episode? Yeah, but then she unleashed the bees and everyone forgave her. <laughs> okay. That's- that's you all get bees. Mm-hmm. While we're talking about Microsoft bullshit, actually, there is some interesting news about Microsoft <laughs> floating around. I think actually just uh, like the last day or two. Uh-huh. Um, though they haven't confirmed it yet, like various independent sources are all kind of pointing in the same direction, which is suggesting there's probably some truth in it. Um, after kind of vaguely saying, oh, <laughs> we're not following on from the PS4K. We're not worried about that. We're not going to rush out a variety of new Xboxes. Yeah, it turns out they are going to rush out yep. a variety of new Xboxes. <laughs> Um, so by the end of this year, they want to produce a smaller, cheaper, 
version of the Xbox. Xbox One. Then yep. in 2017, they want to make a larger, more powerful version of the Xbox. And then presumably, if Fairy Tales have taught me anything, in 2018, they'll release an Xbox that's just right. <laughs> um, but I'm honestly confused that the way they're going to go is, right, make a smaller, cheap one. Also, simultaneously, that engineering team over there, make a larger, more powerful one. We'll just fucking throw them both out and we'll see if anyone buys either of them. <laughs> one of them's bound to work. It's apparently four times more powerful than the Xbox, which is what the PS4 is doing. So basically, you're going to have a console generation every two years now. Which is mm, ridiculously yeah. large cost for the amount I actually play on that. Which asks you thing. why not buy a PC at that I mean, point. I think the same thing the same thing happened to the um, the Nintendo DS, if I recall correctly. They released a smaller one, then they said, Oh, let's also release an extra large one. Because yeah. why the hell not? Power, like now that's what I don't like about the new three DS about the stupid name, is that some games just don't work on the three DS and they need to be on the three DS. And some three DS games are built for the new DS and they just don't tell you that. Like Hyrule Warriors is a fucking slideshow on the 3DS, but works fine on the new 3DS. So yeah, they mm. actually having more power in later iterations, unless you're giving it big, big renames, is going to piss people off, and it's going to confuse mm. people, and I think it's going to be really bad for the yeah. industry as a whole. But fuck it, it might make money this time. So who cares? PC gaming. Mm. But they're yeah. They're vaguely claiming that it's going to be able to do 4K, though I'm deeply suspicious that there's going to be enough power in there to actually make a decent 4K experience happen. Yeah, I mean, well, they, that just means it can actually run the 4K movies. Like, I if think, you get, I if think you for get a 4K... decent 4K experience, they would require a decent game. <laughs> they would. 4K yeah. Blu-rays Ooh. don't work on PlayStation 4. They don't actually work with it. You need a 4K Blu-ray player. No, this is the real problem we have with 4K because there's a lot of talk about it. A lot of people getting 4K monitors. I know you've got a 4K TV, and I've got fucking, I've got like a 5K display. But like, there's just like no 4K content at all. Like, just fucking. I mean, fucking think about it. Barely any fucking TV stations even run at normal HD. Let them. Jesus. Yeah. I did actually see that the uh, the way Netflix that they compress 4K. Netflix has the 4K way they compress 4K footage. Oh, uh, they actually cover much better color, uh, color quality. Uh, so that actually oh, yeah. is the only thing that's made me more excited for 4K because uh, I don't need the extra resolution, but having better color quality retire, would be interesting. But Dan, only Netflix's produced own, own produced shows are in 4K and only if you pay for their extra higher end. Yes. Um, Thing. Which I don't. And you can only and it, uh, and it doesn't work on a PC. It doesn't work on computer. I can't get Netflix to work on my fucking PC anyway, so there's no point. Netflix doesn't. Like, I, I, work. I, I, like, like, only watch you should Netflix probably on do this computer. on uh, when you have turn on like browsing history and stuff like that. I'm like, no, go fuck yourself. Why would I do that? Go, go, go sure. fuck off. Go fuck you. Fuck you. Just fuck off. Just fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I remember the bit of news I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Ooh, news. Sega. This is the news. It's about Sega. Someone have, may have had some. Sega. Are they, are they releasing a Dreamcast too? No, Sonic 06 Best console 2 has ever. been announced. No, what they're doing, what they, what they did was they uh, added modding support to their emulated games on Steam. So that, that's that was what. That, remember, I said that this was going to be a really big deal. That you can now yes, buy a game ROM hacks and forever. you can, can then rom hack that game because you've bought it legally on Steam. In the last month, they've sold 350,000 retro games through Steam. Ooh, which is wow. ridiculously high. That's pretty high for going, hey, you can have ROM hacks. It turns out people really want to play something like Knuckles, Knuckles and Knuckles. Which I really enjoy. It's a, it's a remake of Sonic and Knuckles, starring Knuckles the Echidna called Knuckles, Knuckles and Knuckles. Where every character is just Knuckles. 
I could, that's a lot of echidna that's a love, right? That's a lot of gliding. It's a lot of gliding. I very much enjoy that. But yeah, they, it, it was less than a month. They sold 350,000 retro games through Steam. Because they got this new thing. It's really good. If you boot it up, you get this, like, sort of early 90s bedroom that you can have a look around. You can, like, then you have all your games that you've got on a shelf. And it's quite... It, before, it was just, like, these menus and things for your games. But now, it's this, it's a very cute little thing. I'm, I'm really quite fond of it. And fucking ROM hacks are fucking hilarious. Some, some are really hilarious. I think they actually released mod tools with that. I can't remember now. But, yeah, they're, they're doing a lot of... That is something that I th I went, oh, that's going to do good, and it's done really good. So I'm smart. That's what I'm trying to tell you all now. <coughs> I'm the I'm just smart. Trying, I'm just looking that's up echidnas right now. Um, uh -huh. I'm not convinced they don't that they glide can actually glide. Uh -huh. No, they don't look like natural gliders, to be honest. I'd be really surprised if one could. Surprised. They don't even climb. Yeah. They barely look like they should be able to move. They look distinctly like waddlers to me. Nor do but they have giant knuckles. No, really, we've been many lied reasons to. why it's rather confusing that Knuckles is an echidna. Yeah, <laughs> and hedgehogs are surprisingly slow. Mm. Yeah, well, that I accept as a joke because Sonic's fast, the hedgehogs are slow. But Knuckles flies because echidnas can't. I see. I see. It's not as good a joke. Oh, no, I you see, see nothing you see, but a joke. Hedgehogs. At this point. You see, hedgehog. The reason that Sonic is a hedgehog is because he rolls up into a ball. And hedgehogs do go a lot quicker if you kick them. It could have been a woodlouse. <laughs> they did the same thing. This oh, is true. Goodness. I would have accepted woodlouse as an option as well. Or an armadillo. They could have just had, be, had Knuckles be a flying squirrel. That would have been that fine. Would have then been, he could that glide. would have been very fun. I think you're right. A flying squirrel would have been smarter. They have a fox mm. that flies. Who gives a fuck about anatomy at this point? Yeah, but that's because he waves his tail around like a helicopter. Obviously. That's fine. That's one of those moments in fucking Sonic 06 where you see they see a human person standing next to a real dog and you walk up to them as a giant blue hedgehog. You go, what the fuck happened on this planet? <laughs> like, you, I want to cut down a tree and just see the ring, which is fucking neon pink and filled with glitter and go, what happened in that year? I need to know more about this world. I'm intrigued. They never go into it. This is the fall. This is well, blatantly like a rebuilt part of the Fallout universe. This is what happened to the hedgehogs <laughs> after the Fallout. No, so they became Sonic. It, this is clearly in set uh, in a failed state where all of the cute, fluffy uh, animals from Sonic's and Tails' universe were destroyed by Doctor Robotnik, which is why Doctor Robotnik doesn't look like a human. And why Sonic and Tails and that lot all look so weird is because they've clearly gone into a new universe of things that have grown up after Dr. Robotnik took all the cute ones and turned them into robots. Uh-huh. That, that is that's... my two seconds that I just come up with a theory. Fan theory! <laughs> I like it. That is obviously now a thing now. You know, else is a Speaking thing. of 4K gaming... Oh, Oh. Since last time, this is, don't you groan, this is interesting, I think some of us will find this interesting anyway. Um, since the last time we did this, uh, the GTX 1080 now has some actual proper detailed benchmarking tests That's floating cool. around. Good. And basically seems to exist to be the standard for 4K 60fps gaming. No, but that's the problem though. That's the problem with saying that, because the thing is, right, I'd much prefer to play... Because, okay... I use 1440p monitors, and I think 1440p monitors are the best monitors. Mm -hmm. mm. Because I've got a 5K monitor next to my 1440p monitor, and I can honestly not tell the fucking difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, for, I mean, this monitor's nice because you can edit a 1080p video at, like, full res. 
and still have all your shit around you. That's kind of cool. But for just most people playing a game, 1440p is fucking great. And you get a better picture quality with 1440p monitors because you can spend a lot less on a 1440p monitor and get a lot more in colour depth and accuracy and shit. Yeah. And you can actually run the goddamn games because it's all well and good being able to like, ooh, if you spend fucking a thousand pounds on a graphics card, you can run some games at 60 FPS at 4K as long as you're not doing anything else and your hard drive is alive and it's under ideal conditions. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I feel I need to point out here that the GTX 1080 is $400 sorry, cheaper than a Titan X, which it is vastly superior to. Okay, what games are... More for rendering, etc. That's the that's the industry animal more yeah. than the gaming animal. The Titan itself I mean, beats it, was... it in many benchmarks. True. It's also worth pointing out, I think, for anyone who gets too excited that for most people, especially if you're only really playing to game at 1080p, there is not really any point to having no. a GTX 1080 whatsoever. The only time you're going to see a performance <coughs> is if you're going to go into really high resolution. Or VR. It's That's VR. when it comes VR. to its own. Yeah. RVR, yes. RVR. RVR. That's that's VR down in Somerset. RVR, I am <laughs> yes, unless you're going to go for VR or really high resolutions, there probably isn't much point getting a 1080. Though, admittedly, I think it represents pretty good value at uh, somewhere around $600 anyway, to be honest. It's pretty good value. I agree with what he's saying. Mm. And it's got an impressively low power draw as well. Speaking of impressively low power draw, Matt, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell what? are you about to say I'm going to talk about Matt, what? really. He doesn't have great what? power What have I draw. done? So I, I, oh. I just... I, what? Why? Why was this? Why was this all? I was going to jump into Gran Turismo Sport is a thing, and that a big thing for it, but apparently it looks super shitty, like really shitty. I was just, I was just saying, looking at benchmark of 1080, you've looked, gee, I'm offended. <laughs> but low power drill <laughs> sounds like a car thing, so I just thought I'd just say it, and yeah, Gran Turismo Sports a thing, and apparently <coughs> it looks really shit. So Good. there's that. Great. Yeah. There's lots of. I've seen some of the. I, mean, I don't give a shit. It's Gran Turismo. It's not fun. It's there for taking photos of the cars, and that's all they care about. So that's the thing. Mm. You see, that was a game. Oh, you've just remind you've just reminded me of another really cool uh -huh. thing for the the 1080. Uh -huh. One of the things they've got built in is like a little thing where you can freeze the game and it gets rid of the UI, and you can just move the camera around and take really arty photos, and then put really cool filters and stuff yeah, over that's them. Cool. That's cool. Built built in like photo modes to every game. Yeah, Okay, just I am looking at benchmarks. I don't know, but I've read about right. it and I've seen screenshots of it That is going to be every game. That is going to be supported games. Okay. Because like, I'm what if you've got the, a 2D platform you're playing through it? I assume it's it's games made in certain yeah, engines. Yeah, I would say it would be certain mm. engines and if you put the yeah, certain thing engines, in and I guess. certain stuff. Okay, I'm looking at benchmarks of the 1080. Fallout 4 at, at like um, 4, at 4K on a 1080 uh, runs at between... Uh, 30 and uh, 45. 4K. 10K? Yeah, let's 10K. get 10K up. 4K's <laughs> for losers. It runs at about between sort of 50 and 60 at, on Doom. The vision between 30 and 45. I mean, the thing is, at that it's still not good enough. Mm -hmm. I mean, the thing is, I'd much, like look, all these games run at fucking like 100 at, 10, at 40 and 40p, and you're going to get a much better experience because you're going to be able to crank the fucking fidelity up. I, I'll take a sh I'll take nicer shadows over a fucking slightly high... Fuck off, fuck. I really hate I've 4K. I've noticed it. I mean, because I've got... I run across three monitors, so I run 1080 by 660 because I have the slight bit mm. bezeling in the middle. So I, I'm running at that, which mm. is more in 4K one way, less in the other. 
But I run that and like I got 120 FPS on Fallout 4 at that with the two Titans. So see, Titans are fine. You just need two of them. Titan X's with 64 no, gig of RAM. No, I'll no, keep you alive. Like, fucking, I've went through a lot of monitors. Yeah. I've went through a lot because Amazon's refund fault policy is very lax. If you tell them there's a single dead pixel, they will return it even nine months after you bought it for full refunds. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I went through a lot of monitors and I, I just. I mean, I say 5K is great for, for 5K is great for editing. Mm-hmm. Like, on one monitor, it's great for editing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no game. But why would you play games at 4K? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm. Stop that. Stop it immediately. I'm Stop personally it. happy just playing at 1080p with a ridiculously high FPS. Yeah. No, it's fine. 1080p yeah. is also fine. Yeah. I prefer 4040p because I like a slightly... I like my monitors. I like my 27-inch monitors as opposed to my 24-inch monitors. And, you know, it's the pixels more, so getting the 40, 40p, 27, and it works out better because the pixel density is a bit better. But I like your I, words. I still remember I when um, 4K as a resolution was still just coming out, and um, there were cinemas trying to argue that you didn't need 2K, so you didn't need full 4K for a cinema. <laughs> so, frankly, I think for cinema it works. And yeah, so I. Frankly, coming at it from the other side, where it's like needing 4K for your monitor does seem just stupid and excessive. Well, the the, the problem with 4K is is just that the, the, the like mon, like display technology is fucking doing really well, and it's accelerating really quickly to the point where we have really good like 4 8K like OLED displays, which look fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. But the actual uh, rendering technology and like filming technology hasn't really caught up properly. It's all well and good saying your iPhone can refo- record 4K, but it's shit 4K. Yes. And this is the problem. I had a 4K monitor. I had um, I got a, a they. I think Dell make. Oh, it wasn't Dell. I think Asus made two versions of the monitors I used to have. They made a 4040p version and a 4K version. They were about the same price. You know what was funny? The 4K version was shit. Unless you pay like fucking two, three grand for a 4K monitor, it's shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry I'm running about 4K a lot, but it really annoys me. No, I mean, it, it's important because there is that element of sometimes just having nice... Uh, there are things that sometimes people get obsessed about and it's not necessarily the important thing. Like megapixels. Ooh, 4K phone. Megapixels, Ooh, phone megapixels is definitely one of them. 64 quadrillion megapixels. That's, you just make that's no. not a thing. It gives a or well, like when it. people like, spend huge amounts of money on digital cables. Yeah. It's like... Monster HDMI cables. Well, yeah, it's like... It's got gold on the end. (laughs) It's like you... It's it's worth worth having really fancy analog cables because it affects quality. But for a digital cable, it either works or it doesn't. There's no... (laughs) They sell, uh, they sell just... HDMI cables with, like, antivirus built in there. It's like, oh, antivirus protection. What? No, that's not possible. That's too retarded. Years ago. It was literally years ago. <laughs> that doesn't well, even people, make sense. People buy it. Of course it doesn't make sense, but people buy it who don't know any yeah. better. Rich twats who don't know any better see it and go, oh, I'm rich. I want the best. And they buy it. But you know what? <laughs> that's an imp- it absolutely that's does protect. I think it was like, it originally started with the Xbox 360, but it does stop the viruses getting through. Absolutely, will stop them because Good. they can't anyway. That's can't true. A hundred percent of yeah. cables we've installed have never allowed a virus through. Yeah, that is that is a true claim they could make on the box. Yeah. Uh, 
fucking hell. And they probably did. Right, I think we teased everyone enough. I want to talk about Planet Coaster because, oh my god. Yeah. Alpha Go 2 uh, is out. And, okay, and yes. oh, is it? You're going Flying Islands, can't you? I admit, I'm on Team Parkitect, and even I'm bloody blown well, away by what I, I saw of Planet Coaster. I am arguing that Parkitect and Planet Coaster, you can play both for entirely different reasons, because Parkitect's are much more of like a logic puzzle thing, especially because they got like the star, uh, the star paths and things. Whereas mm. Planet Coaster is the insane creative detail madness, and I love it. So they've added terrain tools in Alpha Tool, uh, and coasters. Road coasters are now officially in the Alpha. I think there's quite, it's actually quite a lot of types. I expect it just to be one too. I think it was like, I don't know, it's like seven to ten or something, maybe even more. But so there's a nice range of different coasters and things. They've added a whole bunch of new stuff. Uh, two of my favorite things. One is the terrain tools. I'll get to that later. And two is there's now uh, effects that you can put down. So if you want fire or smoke or electricity or bubbles or confetti, you can place those down and things that will kick those out and make those appear. You can then just have them go off whatever. So you can now add just even more sort of environmental stuff. So if you want to have like a, a haunted roller coaster, you can have a little bit of white smoke on the floor of the uh, the, the place where people oh, walk through. That nice. just sounds wonderful. All those, and then you can light can it you as time, well. Can you time the fire so that you can turn it on and then turn it off as the roller coaster goes through? <coughs> there and are, then turn it back on in there between. Are time, the, there is a fire that is more repulsive. I haven't checked and I've only had a really quick go with those things. But most likely, that will be there in the end. Oh. But the main thing they've added is terrain tools. And normally, terrain tools in a game like this, you have... You click the button, you raise the terrain up, you push another button, it goes down, and you can flatten it. In this yep. one, when yep. you, you have... If you click and hold, it will drag up. And then if you move your... Because it makes sort of like a sort of a bulb at the top, and then it will drag up sort of a cylinder. If you move your mouse around it, you'll notice that the, the, uh, the circle, which is like where you're... Uh, pulling from actually tilts with the landscape so it makes like a disc across the landscape if you then click and pull uh, click and uh, hold again it will drag out at the angle that you placed it yeah and then uh, you can also receive things in that way and you can also chisel things out which means that unlike any other um coaster game pretty much any other <laughs> terrain builder i've ever seen you can build caves <coughs> and you can chisel anything you want out of the terrain so one of the demo levels they've got with this actually has mount rushmore because you can build mount rushmore in this game and you can then paint it because they've added uh terrain tools to paint the floor and stuff so you can now uh, paint the floor to be however you want but it's so easy to use and it's so quick and the way you dig out and all the tools are just so nice and perfect that if you just want to make a pirate cove you just for five seconds and you just play with it and it, it's it's got that slight unevenness to it. Like, you can use it precisely, or if you just sort of, like, fling yourself at it and try and do stuff, it always looks really nice. They've done a good job making it look always look really nice. But you can just do anything with those train tools. It's basically a 3D sculpting software they've included with the game now. And it doesn't like the game at all. The game runs absolutely fine, whatever the terrain is, as far as I can tell. Bloody hell, your Planet Coaster video was 670,000. Good, views. I'm glad to be the official spokesperson for Planet Coaster. <laughs> No, seriously, this game is, is, it literally is becoming my dream game. It is, someone has taken Rollercoaster Tycoon and gone, hey, remember this thing you love? Well, we're going to make it modern, but better. We're actually going to just I'm do as really much as I'm really looking forward to getting my own hands on this as well. And seeing what the modern community comes up with. Oh god, it's blown away. Because the way that it's designed is one where it's like, you can easily do, I'm going to have a Star Trek park. Like, yep. you just need to put in a few Starfleet logos and... 
then you can shove that onto an already made sci-fi theme. Well, I remember and, that it's it, because of... It's and not because just, it's so modular, it's like... Yeah, it's, it's not the theming that's important. It's they give you loads of different styles of walls and decorations, and then you build your own buildings with them. Sort of like you would in yeah. The Sims. You have the walls, you have the floors, but you can, like, put your decorations and stuff on anywhere. So some people are making things that just look 3D modern and insane. What's that guy's name? Is it Silverette or something like that? A YouTuber? Yeah. yeah, it's Silver. He yeah. makes stuff that just fucking blows my mind. Is he the one who Absolutely does things insane. like the Mayan Temple and the uh, Colosseum and things? I have no idea. He's made. I've he, seen what, a guy make a Colosseum using it with full seats. And oh everything. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, there's the magic. But he he focuses more on buildings and things, and they are <coughs> they're spectacular. He he just makes these yeah. such beautiful looking things, and I just don't understand. I'm not that good yet. See, this is what I, I want to... I'm not going to do a Planet Coaster series until the game is finished. That's one promise I've made myself. But I am playing an awful fucking lot of it. Incredible. Can you at least amount. do a new one for the terrain tools? I hey, will be doing a video um, about the terrain tools. That's going yeah. to happen. Um, for, up the, for, for us who are living vicariously through you. Yeah, Silver, yes, the chat is saying that it's his thing. He, yeah, if you search for Grizzly uh, Valley, that's what he's currently made. It's amazing. Uh, um, some news just just came out. Oh God! Oh, we're gonna be breaking news breaking here. Do, 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 this is exciting. Da 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 well, nobody. Do you, can anybody hit? Like, I love Mirror's Edge. I couldn't tell you what the original plot was about. I like there was a, you had to go save someone, uh, and then you had to punch. You had to save your sister. That's all. You're I a terrorist, and you're trying <laughs> to tear down a really nice utopia. You see, basically, the, I think. you could genuinely argue the first game that, but the second one, you're clearly the good guy. And that's what pisses me off most about it. Actually, no, that's a lot of things that piss me off about it. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure you can be that much of a good guy. The guy you meet up that kind of escorts you straight out of prison is clearly a massive douche yeah. nozzle. Yeah, but it's implied. It's very much implied that the government and the controlling power are evil. You're the rebels, and you're the you're breaking free of the molds and shackles and blah blah. blah. Yep. Yeah, it's. I hate it. Yes. I hate that. It doesn't matter. I'm not. A lot of people are like. Are you gonna make a video when it comes to the full game? Nope. I'm not gonna fucking play it. That beta did not impress. Unless people suddenly go, oh, the main game's completely different and actually decent. Oh I'm not touch god. It. Oh god. You know what? Fucking. Um. A lot of people got really angry. Um. James Rolf. Uh huh. Um, angry video game nerd yep. recently because he said in a video that he doesn't like the look of the new Ghostbusters film yeah, well, and shit. he's just not going to see it. I. And I can just imagine like a load of people getting pissed off at you saying you're not going to play it. I probably will. <gasps> oh. I probably will. But I'm just oh. not... Because here's the thing, right? Uh, there's two things. One, I'll make a video on it and people and uh, not like it. And people are like, oh, you knew you were going to like that. Why'd you make a video on it? Or two, I don't do a video on it and then people complain that way. And I'd much rather people complain that way because then I don't have to play a shitty game. And I'm also yeah. not going to see the other Ghostbusters movie because Ghostbusters movies are now statistically all bad. I mean, I'll be up. seeing the Ghostbusters movie and playing the game, and I can tell you if they're terrible. I'm going to be building be, the but... original Ghostbusters Lego HQ, which is yeah, sitting that's around. Good for you. Well I, got, I got the new Minecraft <laughs> yeah, set. The new Minecraft set of Lego is the village, and it's yeah, got good. so many. It's like it's good. one of those like big sets yep. they do. Mm -hmm. it's super good. Yeah. What are you yapping for? What are you fucking. I'm not jealous. For? I'm just. You're not jealous. What? You get, yeah, you just, yeah. you're fucking jealous. He's jealous. Yeah. Jealous of nothing. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah jealous yeah. of mm -hmm. nothing. On the topic of shit things. <laughs> oh, God. What? 
Have you finally realised you've uh, whatever? After after over two and a half years and four million dollars spent, Mighty Number no. Nine's got its new trailer. I think today, oh. and blimey, does it look <coughs> utterly, utterly terrible? And everyone agrees. So <laughs> it's it's got a, like a dislike ratio, pretty much right up there with the flipping new Call of Duty game. Oh, that's good. The community is not. It's not happy right with up there. This. The Call of Duty game's like the second most disliked video ever on YouTube. Yeah, but that's an app. Yeah, but that's an absolute numbers in terms of the ratio. Like to dislike ah. Mighty Number no. Nine is kind of in the same sort of ballpark. Is there a new trailer or what? There is a new trailer. Um, the art style is completely not what was originally promised. It's nothing like the concept art. The game doesn't really look like any of us. It's incredibly cringeworthy as well. There's an awful, awful, horrible narration to it. I'm, I'm so watching it, kind of, it, it on looks mute right now, but God, that looks atrocious. Yeah, deep it looks like it's the thing is the gameplay is from 1990 oh, and the graphics oh, are from about 2000. It's deep silver. Oh my god, it looks awful. Yeah. Oh god, it looks like a really cheaply made indie game. It looks like a bad PS2 deep game. Deep silver. I, if you don't know this, were the guys who took over Saints Row and then made the awful uh, Saints Row 4. They are the guys who published uh, Ride Tail Retribution and made Homefront the Revolution. So basically, they're just people who Didn't made they... shit. Didn't they do that horror, that Dead Rising thing as well? No, Dead Island. Dead Island it was, was it Dead the Island they did with that that. Yeah, the Dead Island. I think Deep Two was Dead Island. Yeah. Boob statue. Boob statue for uh, you know what, no, fucking yeah. mind. The chainsawed boob statue. What yes. the fuck? Why does he look like a cat? <laughs> it doesn't. It just looks so awful. The graphics it are bad. Looks... The art style is terrible. You it have to look... listen to it with the narration as well because the narration is so cringeworthy. It you'll actually cheap. not. You'll want to it stop looks... watching because it's so bad. I'll tell. Let's let me listen. It does. It does look. What the fuck is this? You can do combos on combos. Yeah. Absorption <laughs> boost. I know you like the combo on combo action. Hashtag absorption <laughs> boost. What the fuck? Oh, it looks so... Like, it's better muted. This, it this so... cost $4 million to make. It cost four... them 4 They what? got given $4 million between Kickstarter and PayPal donations. Are $4 you million. Dollars, and this has been in production since August 2013. And this is what they've come up with. It looks so cheap. This is why I, I, people are angry. I've, there are so many indie... Like fucking Insurgency. Insurgency 2. Hmm. Uh, so I'd like to point out that it, one of the high comments of Mighty Number no. 2 more like it is very funny. Well done. Yeah. Oh. Like, look. How does it look so cheap? I know. It's all... It's kind of, it, is, it would look bad on a PS2. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's awful. It really there looks are a lot genuinely good looking. The explosions. Look at the game. explosion effects as well. Just focus oh, on those explosions. It's just orange. It yeah, the, it's just I, an orange blur. For me, I think the explosions are where it's really. Wow. Looks like jelly. Holy shit. Wow, they're just like emanating little things of just like orange and a little bit lighter orange. Yeah, it's like, like kind of little explosions of Cheeto dust. Yeah. Little bursts oh. of Cheeto dust in the air. That's the oh, explosion. Oh, look at the fire in the background. That's so awful. Yep. Yeah. Oh. I thoroughly recommend worst. you all go and watch this. It's it's kind of amazing. I'll put a link to, put, put a link to it in the uh, it's, chat. I, I honestly don't know how you mess up that much after four million dollars, two and a half years, what? and you are literally have reconstructed the team that made Mega Man two and three. Hey, and that's if you're what watching, you make. If you're watching on the VOD, just search Mighty Number Nine. No, nah, it'll be gone by then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. First of all, oh my God. Okay. Pre-order now to receive the Retro Hero DLC, and it's basically just a Minecraft fucking model. It's coming out on PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Xbox One, Xbox 360, Wii U, 3DS, and Steam, and the Nvidia Shield. You know when, like, 40-year-old to 50-year-old corporate people write youth words? 
Yeah. That is what that sounds like. Do you like awesome things that are awesome that you got to play this freaking game, dude? I'm like, all right, Vince McMahon, steady on. The animations are terrible. It reminds me of that thing in The Simpsons where Mr. Burns dresses up as a teenager and goes to Springfield (laughs) Elementary to try and tell them what to do with the oil. I I would like to point out (coughs) that you're right. This is the worst uh, over over speaking narration. That's the word that is I've ever heard. I can't listen away. It's like people people use the word like cringeworthy too liberally, but that is literally. (laughs) You listen to that and you cannot help but cringe at how bad it is. That is literal cringe. I mean, the thing is, the actual mechanically, it looks okay. It looks a bit floaty, to be honest. It doesn't doesn't look a bit floaty. It doesn't have much weight to it. I'm not saying it looks good. I'm saying it looks. And if you look at when people are dashing, like after they dash, he immediately goes back to normal speed, so it doesn't feel like there's any momentum to it. It's not. It doesn't look good, but it looks. Average. I like, it looks like an- the idea of you destroy a bad guy and you absorb them, though admittedly Kirby managed that a long time ago, so it's not exactly new. Well, that's mm. the general fairness. Like, this is built from a gameplay template from literally 1990. It's supposed to be team? Mega Man 3, which How was 1990. How big's the, the dev team? Uh, I do not they know. They use the lot. Is- Hang on. If they have a thing that says this will make the bad guys cry like an anime fan on prom night. Anime fans are literally the people who give a fuck about this game. What? Yeah. Why would you do anime that? Anime fans on prom night? What the fuck they is that? Literally, the same team did an anime They're Kickstarter. They're lonely and no one loves them so they'll cry. It's funny, Matt. Laugh. Matt, fuck you, Matt. Laugh. Laugh at the funny. Matt, corporate funny. Corporate said this would be wow, funny got, so laugh they at got the fat th- fucking they fat got kids three, no one likes. <laughs> You know, the, this this same company, and this will make you laugh, this same company did a Kickstarter to fund an anime series. You know what's even more okay, funny? Yeah, the trailer's ha- called Masterclass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Masterclass on how to not make a fucking trailer. Four million. Yep. Jesus. Four million US made you know, that. I legitimately want to find out how many oh, but are in the dev team, because... That was... the, the Were they the ones who did the thing with Four Degrees Red C, Ash. was it? Yeah. Uh, okay. No, they did. They did the Red Ash anime and game that was also dubious bullshit, where they pulled that it had actually been pre-funded all along after yeah. the Kickstarter failed. I can honestly say publisher. that I have made a better video game than this one. Yeah, this is a team so dubious that Jim Sterling's actually done an episode just dedicated to their <laughs> bullshit in the past. There is a, there is a dedicated Jim Sterling episode just to these guys. Okay, so on the dedicated dev team, there for the is, record, that uh, is one five, of the six, few. Sorry, the seven, anime eight. was going to be made by one of the few anime companies I actually like, because I really like their track record of things, and even I didn't kick start them because I looked at that and went, "That looks as dodgy as anything." Wow. <laughs> okay, so they've got eight staff on the dev team, and then they've got about three like separate contractors, like um, for partner sourcing and. Vi- making videos and like PR consultants. They also have a monkey with very very special needs who does the trailers for them. Yeah, find the person who did the videos because that person needs to get himself fired right now. <laughs> I can't tell you. It's a team video, two-player productions, a three-man team dedicated to documenting the world of video games. Two players built a name for themselves and kicks out backers from the work on Minecraft: The Story of Mojang. Who cares? Um, <laughs> massive Chalice and the record-breaking Double Fine Adventure. They made very good documentaries of. Uh, they might have just done the doc. But, they might have done do- oh, 
they uh, they did the documentaries and all of those things, and I really liked their they stuff. Documentarians, Matt, you fucked up. Hashtag Matt fucked up. What? Leave, I don't my, think. Hashtag don't think Mighty had, Number Matt. Yeah. I think all they did. Mighty Number Nine. Though, I thought from Mighty <laughs> Number Nine, all they did was the Kickstarter video. I didn't think they did anything other than that. I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I don't. Know. At least not, I'm looking on the Kickstarter. This is the only. I don't know if they have a website or something. Oh, we've got a little trip here, a little journey. Kind of yeah, just... this this is generally a game where once it's finished crashing and burning, I'd actually like to see like a breakdown <coughs> of the accounts, like where the hell did the money go? No, this is interesting because, like, I mean, a lot of I've had conversations with indie devs before about like how like like Bear Simulator was a a, a big thing, and where that got a lot of money. I don't know how much, but actually, how much did Bear Simulator get? Um, it wasn't like nowhere near this amount of money. Well, it wasn't there this much. No, it was a hundred thousand. Yeah. Right. A hundred thousand, and there's a lot of arguments. People going, "Oh, you got a hundred thousand dollars, and you made, you know, this." And a lot of people hated it. And the argument from, I heard from a lot of indie devs was, if they spent two years in the full time making it, that's all living costs and all development costs, and that's everything. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. No, I, that's, I agree. A hundred thousand isn't much. It's like, no, it's like when Skullgirls did the um, extra character, and they were like, "We need." 300,000 to make a new character and everyone went what to make a extra character it's going to cost that much and everyone in the industry said how are you going to do it for that little because you need to pay full-time <coughs> artists and animators for a good sort of amount of time which means you need wasn't, significant was amounts of money was it it wasn't 300,000 was it it was something like it was 150,000 was 150, it I'm sorry um they they got eight hundred and twenty thousand from that like extra character, but no, that's the interesting thing though because yes, it's expensive making cameras, it's expensive doing all this stuff, but for form like I've seen the thing is right, you can you can justify it however you want, but the the the, the fact of the matter is, I've seen indie devs who've made something in their spare time in six months make a better platformer than that. Mm. Now the thing is like often when an indie game crashes and burns, like you you can say okay it's because the team wasn't very experienced they didn't know what That's they it. were doing they didn't know how to manage it. This is not the case here because yeah. this is literally long-term AAA developers who have a lot of history with Sega who made Mega Man 2 and 3. <coughs> These people know how to make a good game. They're experienced professionals. What? So Do they don't mean- have the they don't have the we just didn't know what we were doing excuse. What, do you remember at EGX, and we saw that game called Seraph yes. that you really liked? Remember how that was made by one guy in six months? Yes, I do. It was very impressive it's a, for it's one a, guy in six months. Yeah. It's a fighting side gun, actually very similar mechanic to Mighty Number no. 9. It looks good, uh, it works, and it's competent, and it was made by a guy in six months without funding. So, fuck you, Mighty Number no. 9. Yeah. And you... Fuck yep. you. So he I've was, worked out what happened! I've he was an ex member. He was an ex member of um, uh, oh the guys who make Little Big Planet. <laughs> Medium Molecule. Yeah, he was. So you yeah, know he wasn't Medium Molecule. We know that he definitely has platforming skills. Dan, who the fuck made it? Hi, I'm here. Who the fuck I made it? Out. Don't, I worked out how they, I okay, yeah. the process of making this trailer. I worked okay. out what they did was they went, "Hey, Deadpool's popular right now." And then oh. they made somebody watch Deadpool three times in a row, and they go, write a trailer about how you feel right now. That's what came out. Oh. Because that is, like, mm. the shitty... I, I do love insulting anime fans when it's got a tie-in anime. I think that's that's just beautiful. 
<laughs> Isn't Rebecca an anime fan? That's just... Uh, hey, now I have personal feelings against Deep Sea. Actually, they probably tried to help. They're already in my shit list. <coughs> uh, Ruined yeah. Saints Row, tick. Uh, probably tried to hell, uh, tick. Deep in my general experience, mm. I've generally ended up fancying a lot of people who are anime fans. So I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't sort of have sort of a sort of negative view of anime fans anyway. No, I don't. I just have a negative. No, there's the obsessive anime fan, but that's not a negative view of obsessive anime fans. That's just an obsessive. View, that's just a negative view I of anyone who's obsessive. I hate everyone. Obsessive fandoms. No, yes, obsessive fandoms. Fuck them. <laughs> hey, shit! Look at the time. We we should wrap this up. I mean, I can go very much in depth into how Star Trek shit works, but fuck excessive fandoms. I found a really good little blog where this guy actually makes really detailed like uh, cutouts of the uh, <coughs> starships in like an L car style. They're really cool. Ooh, oh, really I have fun. one more bit of um, gaming news. Oh, okay. Wrap things up with a bit, bit of gaming, gaming news, Dan. Up. They've announced a first-person puzzle game where you play as sentient corn, and it's called Maze. Yep. <laughs> Is it a maze game? <laughs> it's a puzzle game. Are you in a maze? No, you're, you're maze. M you know, I went to a maze when I was young called the Amazing Maze Maze, and it was my favorite I went name to the, I went maze, to that. Yep. Yeah, we all went there. We all went there together in a big group party. Of maze. Actually, we just wanted to lose each other for a while. It was a distraction tactic, more than anything. Yeah. We, in anyway. fact, lost Matt and came back with a teenage goth girl. That's true. And that is his origin Ooh. story. Yeah, but she won't stop crying after prom night for some reason. So. Yeah. Hey, look, I did the joke that <laughs> they did! Whoa, hello, Jeff! I can advertise video games! Fuck it, I'm out. I'm looking at I'm this. I'm dropping my mic. I'm just looking at the. Sorry, I'm looking at the website. It's I'm terrible. Drop my mic, Matt. Matt. <laughs> Okay. Matt, I've dropped my mic, end it. You haven't dropped the mic though, it didn't you just it's if it seemed like you just lightly laid it down upon your desk. Well, yeah, it wasn't a very end heavy it, Matt. Bit. It wasn't end a very it. heavy. End mic. it, Matt. 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 The nerd cube. Yeah. Fit fit Matt. The nerd cube. Matt, that was okay. you. John. The nerd who the, the nerd cube. Boo boo boo. <laughs> John, would you like to do your many a true nerd version? Yeah, do the many a true nerd version wrap it up. No. Many a true nerd version. Do the many a true nerd version and then do your Dan impression. Go on. Yeah, I want to hear the Dan impression. Hello, procrastinators, and welcome to the podcast. I don't know how you managed to sound like an American doing an impression of an Icelandic person doing an impression of me, but that was fucking good. Well done. Oh, John, you're so terrible. End it. Cut, cut the audio. Cut, cut the, the audio. audio. Cut the audio. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for coming. We Bye. have posters. Go buy the Go posters. Matt's Thanks, posters. Matt's face. They're not my posters. They're your... they got you on. They've got me on. Matt, fuck you. I'm suing you. I'm on one of them. Oh. You can graffiti that one. Yeah. Put yeah. a hit on the moustache, do what you want. I mean... It's already implied. It's implied. It's implied. It's very sophisticated. <laughs> Drop my mic again. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh, dear.